Anyway, I just wanted to get with everybody for a few minutes here, and if you see the camera shaking, I got Chewbacca's leash in my other hand. I know most of us are on a quarantine type of some kind, but most places will still let you go out to the park, and the best thing you could do for yourself is make sure you're getting your 20-30 minutes a day at minimum of fresh air and exercise, and what better way to take care of that than to go out to the park and take your dog if you have one go for a nice barefoot walk in the park i don't know if you caught the new york post article from a few days ago uh, but they even talked about how your shoes can in fact lead to coronavirus because while everybody's worried about their masks and their gloves they're wearing their shoes all day and the shoes they have grooves in them nobody washes them you could track it all in your carpet, and it'll sit there for up to five days. And you could wear as many masks and gloves as you want, but it's not going to stop the spread of this alleged virus. So, I mean, the founding fathers, they they loved Rome, and yeah. the Romans loved being litigious mm. and bitchy. And yeah. that's what our tax code is. Yeah, the, well, I mean, it's every fucking structure of our government is based on real well, yes. bullshit. It's cool. It's cool. America's good though. America's healing, right? It's it's a, America's healing. You it's know? Uh, January twenty third. We're on, uh, I, I guess, the fourth day um, of of Joseph Robinette Biden, the forty sixth president. Do you feel Mad good, Mad Dog Joe? Mad Dog do I, Joe. Do you do feel, I feel good? No. Everything feels great, right? You can. We went to brunch, and we are all good, and everything's fine now, right? Yeah. Oh, I I tell you what, I woke up. Uh, I I I you know I, I worked that night, and I came home, and I watched the inauguration and whatnot, and I was just like, this is horrible. Like in, in my mind, I was like, I had this realization: like all of these people have had the vaccine now, and uh, so they can all be here, and they're all able to hug each other. So Garth Brooks can hug George Bush, and me. I'm supposed. <laughs> Who's the target for that? The liberal is supposed to be like, yes, both of these guys are good. I guess I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. But did I do want to say Joe Biden uh, signed? Uh, he's been signing executive orders out the wazoo, and he signed one uh, that was just shocking, and I think really took us all aback. He signed an executive order that said barefoot is legal. <laughs> Welcome wow. to wrestling is gross. <laughs> My name Hell is Bucky. Yeah. My name is Siobhan, and this is episode 51. Do you have shoes on? No. Me neither. Me neither. No socks, no shoes. I don't have fucking socks on because I just didn't put them on after I had a shower. <laughs> I thought about uh, wearing shoes and then trying to take them off and throw them so it would like make a sound effect for the show. But then I realized that like shoes don't make sound. Like, like there's no like. Yeah, yeah. You need to have like a mic for when they land. Well, yeah. I've been told my dramatic gestures uh, by my roommate. I've been told by my roommate <laughs> that my dramatic gestures generally end poorly. Yeah. So that I, I shouldn't do that. I don't know. 
Yeah. Like me just like fro- uh, me just uh, angrily throwing a bottle of uh, like half full, but still maybe three quarter, like maybe like third full. <laughs> Of gabapentin on the floor. Yeah, sure. And it just breaks. I didn't think it was gonna break. Well, it's fun to throw things around. It's fun to it's fun to be animated. I don't know. That's what wrestling is, right? Wrestling is about being an animated personality, a big a big lumbering crazy person. Um, Yeah, barefoot is legal. Joe Biden um, is walking around the 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 West Wing. Where's the The West Wing? Does he? Where does he live? Does he live in the? Where's what's the East Wing? What do they do over there? I don't fucking know. I mean, I think that's, that's the show. Li- Kurt Sutter wrote the East Wing, and it's all just people like. <laughs> that's where they do heroin. That's yeah. where they have. Uh, that's where they have the adrenochrome. <laughs> I would say that that's probably a living quarters because the West yeah. Wing is where the I think, offices are. I think are that's right. I've I watched that show. Did you ever watch uh, any Sorkin shows? Uh, I watched. I've seen all of Sports Night and yeah. almost all of Studio Sixty. I'll I support. Like Sports Sor- Night. I, yeah, I will back. I will back Sports Night. I think Sports Night's pretty good. A good show. Because yeah, it, good. It, Like, there's intentional comedy in it. Studio so Sixty is just dog seem shit. like clowns. Yeah, yeah. So Studio yeah. Sixty was just a pop and an impossibly it's shitty so bad. show. It's so bad. I would love to see. Uh, I, I can't wait to see whatever's next. I didn't watch that trial of the Chicago Seven because I can't. I can't watch a bad representation of, of Abby Hoffman that makes me too angry. Um, but yeah, we're doing the Barefoot Show, and this was an idea, episode 51, right? Yes. Um, I think we'll jump right into it. I, I don't have, that's the thing. All right, I do want to say, that is the thing, is I don't have a lot to say about anything else, because I woke up uh, after the inauguration, I went to sleep, and then I wake up at like 9 p.m., and then I go to work, you know? Um and I, I woke up and I checked the trending topics, and it was all basketball. There was nothing politics. There was no Trump, and it was they they got what they wanted, which was to they they immediately did it. Where the entire idea was, I want to we have to beat Donald Trump so we can not think about the president for a day, which is like literally a thing they said. I want to be able to to forget about things for a day, and they immediately somehow struck that perfect balance of everything was a basketball trend. <laughs> like, it was just, it was really something. You you really see that, that machine working, that culture machine to really, uh, once they, once as soon as they got it, they, they made it so the people could feel comfortable again. Um, and, you know, I feel so comfortable now. I really do. I really. So much has changed. Um... <laughs> It's so little time. It's incredible. It, it's a world record. Most executive orders, I think. I don't know. I don't know if you actually did any. I don't know what. Like, it's all. It, fuck it, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't know. What do you even say at this point? Whatever. Bernie memes were funny. I know people are sick of them. But that seeing that, like, the first time you saw that picture, and you, it's just like, that's the guy. He was supposed to be up there, like, winning right now. <laughs> Yeah. He was supposed to be the guy getting sworn in. They assassinated him, and now he's sitting alone in the cheap seats watching any number of different things, according to the different memes. Um, I like the ones well, that Well, were... now, I mean, here now we have things, more like important things to worry about, like Russia again. Yeah, we got to be on our toes. Because did, they did wrong our boy uh, Navalny, uh, the uh, Nazi, yeah. who wants to kill all of the non-Slavs. He just wants he wants to nuke the caucuses. That's our guy. Though. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be the same as it was the the you know the 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 second Obama term, which was just like all like just weird Ukrainian covert ops and shit happening over there. We're just gonna we're in for more of that, and that's cool. So you know whatever it doesn't matter. None of it will get published, and unless you dig for it, and who has the time? You know, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's <laughs> going to get real better in Yemen. Yeah, it's <laughs> who has the time? Um, we just assume things are happening over there, and what the fuck can you do? Anyways, uh, death to America as usual. Um, yes, we're talking bare feet. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking bare feet today. Um, this is a good idea, though, right? Bare feet. I think it's a good <laughs> idea. I think we got a lot of uh, resources for this one going forward. If we decide to make this a uh, annual thing, such as yeah. like how we have with tattered, or even, even or, like biennial or yeah. whatever. Like you, you could do some of these. You could do twice a year. I, I, I feel like Squash World might happen every eight months. You know what I mean? Like I might just want sure. to do a Squash World. Um, but yeah, this is good. I, I messaged you at like I think it was like five thirty in the morning. Um, I had not slept yet, and I sent you just the words Barbaro Cavernario with, like, four exclamation points. Like, obviously. Like, we didn't even think about him. Um, it's Robot Day today. I told you about Robot Day. We're celebrating robots in, in my household. It's a made-up holiday where we uh, do, we get both the kids a robot thing. We watch Wally. We eat robot food, um, which we've decided this year is weird tie-dye waffles that we made in the waffle iron. Um, sure. It's been, it's been a fucking sick day. Today has been so good. Um, Biden's America really allowing me to just you know go go all out, balls out, balls to the wall, and a made up holiday. <laughs> um, so it's been good. It's been good. Um, I'm I'm excited to do this. Uh, Larry King died. Did you see that? Yeah, he's old. He was old, he but he was it, old. I should say because he was <laughs> now he's dead. Because yeah, now, now he's he's, dead. he's not old anymore. Now he's dead. Uh, Emily said it's because of COVID. No one is reporting it as that, but it's obviously COVID. <laughs> I yeah, think, I mean that's why I think there have been like. Didn't he have it like two weeks ago? Probably. I mean that's that's why I'm betting on like the 45 different Hall of Fame baseball players who've died in the last oh, year. Oh, Hank, you think? Yeah, Hank Aaron. I want to say Hank Aaron fucking rocks. Uh, Hank Aaron yeah. was a favorite of mine as a kid, and people sharing like that clip where he breaks the record and the call on it, the commentator. And, like I hadn't seen that since I was, well, you know, like maybe a little boy, but I remember seeing that they play it on ES- the Sports Center or some ESPN documentary or whatever, um, and it brought me back. And Hank Aaron was a fucking real ass dude, and uh, you know, like a, le- a a leftist activist, like a good dude, you know, civil yeah. rights. Uh, I, yeah, Hank Aaron. Uh, Larry King, whatever. I don't give a shit about Larry King. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence Ziegler, you know. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not. No, Mr. it's not Ziegler. that. I'm not saying it's not because of that. I love, you know. I'm just saying, <laughs> Larry King. I just didn't care for the guy. Um, but he will be missed by someone. Um, he definitely died of COVID. You heard it here. Yeah. The, bare, the 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 barefoot episode. The barefoot barefoot is legal. So barefoot is legal. Memes are extremely funny. Um, you're familiar with this stuff, right? Yes. And I do want to say this is not a this is not a fetish episode. We're not doing um, even even though I have worked myself into a shoot on feet and now I like them. This is not about how I like feet. This is about barefooted wrestlers, and we're talking about barefooted bare, barefooted wrestlers uh, from an objective, uh, uh, yeah, object objective point of view. Objective, is that right? Yeah. Um, we're gonna try to a minimum. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna discuss uh, why are they not wearing shoes? How do they use this? How does it work to their detriment? <laughs> This is a very important topic because barefooted wrestlers, like, go back to the beginning, like, right? Like, the first match we're covering here is from 1961, which is, I think, the second oldest match we've ever done. Um, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. It's older than Rick and Dozan. It's not as old as the French match. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. 
So, so were you, were you ever drawn to, um, see, this is all going to sound bad. Were you ever drawn to bare feet as a child? Is what I was going to say. No. Were you ever like compelled by like Haku, like when you were a kid or like when you like were early getting into wrestling, isn't it crazy when you see one of these people like Haku, we're not doing Haku today, but Haku, I think Haku and Snuka were the first barefooted guys I ever saw. And it was just crazy to me that people would do anything barefooted. <laughs> Yeah. Are you a tough foot person? Are you like tough? Are you, do, do you walk, do you take the trash out barefooted? Are you a person who can do that shit? No, no, because my feet are a fucking disaster because I have super high arches. Okay, uh, sure. Fucking, I I'm do too. I'm constantly killing my feet. It sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I push them as far as they can go. I buy the, like the expensive insoles for all my shoes. Um, you know. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a, pa- uh, a pair of insoles uh, from my podiatrist uh, at the end of 2019. So I, I was thinking, cocksuckers. <laughs> I was thinking like the other, like the a, a few weeks ago, I was, uh, I'm looking in, into some new shoes for work. You know, steel toes, and I, I was looking into, yeah. and I was thinking like, I wonder if I could go to a doctor and they would give me like the good, the good insoles. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So there's the there's good insoles, and then there's the fucking great insoles. The medical insoles. What, yeah, yeah. Where they like they mold your feet and shit, but you got to put down like yeah. a big deposit oh. and shit. Uh, <laughs> and then I don't remember how much like this guy was like. It was probably like two hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm, like, no, I'm good. I'm fucking good. I don't know. That but if might, I ever have that, might that be money, worth it. why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Fucking no, but for real, foot comfort is so important. Like you, you, like I don't know. I've always thought like if I had a lot of money, <clears throat> excuse me, if I had a lot of money, if I was a rich man, um, I would, <laughs> I would wear new socks every day. I feel that I would only, I would never wash socks. I would wear them and I'd throw them away and I'd put a new pair on next day. And that would be my that's my uh my rich man fantasy. Isn't that quaint and pathetic? That's where I'm at though. Yeah, um uh, it's got its merits. It's it, foot foot comfort is important and that's why like these people doing this stuff is just so uncomfortable. And we got a barefoot thumbtack match in here. Um and we just you know, and we got Necro, Necro's gonna be in the, he's in the last match we're doing and Necro wrestled you know, three quarters of his career barefooted in glass, like I cannot relate to these people, and I want to know what makes them tick. Basically, is the point yes. of that's the point of this, and also it's funny. Barefoot is legal. You got your shoes off, right? Absolutely. I got my shoes all the way off. Haystacks Calhoun versus Buddy Rogers from Chicago, I believe, from Comiskey Park, April fourth. It's uh, the International Amphitheater. So okay. It's a okay. Nice size building. Sure. Yeah. This is April fourth, nineteen sixty-one. Um, it's NWA. Is it NWA title? I, th- I think Buddy is the champ. I think it's some weird. Cause NWA Chicago had like weird branch off titles mm-hmm. from uh, the. Sure. Thing. Every like every the, territory. The Omaha World Championship. It was a fucking mess. <laughs> the Omaha World Championship is really funny. Um, yeah. So Buddy is. Uh, there's a lot of this stuff. This is on the Chicago Film Archive, something like that. Yes. Yes. Um, which uh, about four four-ish years ago dumped a bunch of 50s and 60s um, Chicago, like Comiskey Park and Wrigley Field matches. Um, there's a there's like Buddy versus Luthez. Uh, there's like Red Bastine is in there. Like, there's some cool shit. Like, it's good stuff. If people, I, we never covered any of these matches, have we? 
No, no, not yet. I've but watched it's a, a. It's bunch interesting of them. shit. It's good shit. Yeah, got a lot of Vern. There's a lot of Vern. Lot. Yeah, there's a. It's a Vern, Vern versus uh, versus uh, Red Bastine, I believe, is is a a very interesting match. And there's like 60 minute draws from Buddy and, and Luthez. And if you want to watch that kind of wrestling, it's all there. This is not a 60 minute draw because. Uh, one of the men in it, the man challenging for Buddy's title, whatever his title is, is Haystex Calhoun, who is uh, billed as 600 and some odd pounds. Yeah, it's just like, you know what? Let's not tax the scale too hard. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's really hard to be precise with a man this fucking large they have at where i work they have these big scales that you just like sit a big part on or whatever to, to weigh it like you would have to put him on there you'd have to lift haystack calhoun up on a fucking forklift um he, they say that he came out uh, on a forklift tr- uh truck did, did they say that? see that okay yeah. okay did, he came out riding it like he was driving it or he was, he was riding on top of it like i don't know he's exactly riding in the forks because we didn't see footage of it <laughs> It's the, the, uh, the commentary also set, uh, indicated that he uh, cannot uh, travel via car. He has a trailer. Okay. He's, okay. He's, yeah, he's see? Like a fucking horse. It's so funny. It's, it's so funny. And anytime you hear those stories of Andre, I guess we'll get to Andre in a minute because he's on this show too, but Andre, like, couldn't sit in cars and then couldn't, like, use the bathrooms. He couldn't use public bathroom, so he would just he would just shit himself. Like I don't know, being this large is a disaster. And I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah. And I, I feel for anybody. I don't know. It's a, you can't you can't talk about it. We literally can't talk about it. Haystack haystacks or haystack. Haystack. Haystack Calhoun is uh, pretty athletic in this. He's pretty good. I don't know. I was really impressed. He's not six hundred pounds, uh, but I have I have no idea what four hundred looks like compared to five hundred. No, no, that's just that's re- the difference between like two hundred and three hundred is is like much more obvious. You can see that, yeah, you can definitely see that. But three to four is a little bit, and then yeah, the, the bigger it goes, just, the more it's just marginal diminishing returns. Yeah, and that we kind shouldn't. Of shit. This you is just so, know, man. We shouldn't talk about this. So mean. Um, I, I, I don't well, know. hey, we're gonna have to because this is this... Uh, <laughs> also an episode. Where there's a lot of big fuckers. There's a lot of big fuckers on this episode. Yeah, well, it's the, it wasn't a plan. It just worked out that sometimes way. Sometimes they don't wear shoes either. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he's yeah. so he's he looks. I I I would guess they're gimmicking his weight by a couple hundred. That he's somewhere around four. Um, he looks like a slightly larger than like Brian Malonis. Is that the guy's name from Beyond? Yeah, yeah. If people know Brian Malonis and Ace, Ace Romero, like he's taller than Ace. I don't know. It's it. He's a, he's a big fucking he's guy. Clothed, so he doesn't have. He's not as floppy. Yeah. as Ace. So he's the baby face here, right? Yes. Um, but the commentator is completely ruthless, and he's just doing bad Southern accent bits to imitate him, and just like shitting on how like just being like mean. <laughs> yeah, and he's being like, mean. The commentator's being like, mean. He has like basically nothing to say about uh, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, which is kind of fascinating. He doesn't call he the just, match like, hardly. He just talks no. shit about Haystack and <laughs> and he references uh, when the public address announcer like talks about uh, the fucking Stanley Cup final and shit. Right, it's like uh, Blackhawks are up yeah. six to four, yeah, right. and the crowd goes nuts, and he's like, "That's a thing." They care about hockey here. Oh my god! That's like all right, my man. He says that cool. he he wonders if uh, 
if uh, all right, there's a, there's a line where he says, "I wonder if he has a cholesterol problem, cholesterol problem," um, and then he says something about a a, I mean, you could say. a wet rope in the dry summer. It's a, he said, "I don't know." This guy's fucking so- insane. The commentator for this is insane. This- the commentator on this, <laughs> Adam's fucking gourd. Nothing he says makes real sense he's not calling the match well there's not now, a lot granted, happening yeah there's not this a, is not a moves heavy match <laughs> it's a lot of headlines air hugs and stuff yeah you know yeah yeah it's not it's about but it's about the energy but he's not providing the energy he's just like <laughs> uh, uh yeah I'm, I'm sticking my own my thumb up my own ass <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't take any of it seriously and that's yeah. fine i don't know it's it's a short match this is i highly recommend at least watching the end of this match to anybody listening to this because it is incredible um but yeah i, I don't know haystack looked good or he looked good here i haven't really seen good. him um but he he they they work holds and shit uh buddy has some good little shots and palms to the to the eye and just you know shitty shitty heel shots he does it there's a couple of good punches um haystack does not have good punches i noticed um but he he hits a big uh body slam and does the uh he, he does the he does a big splash um he does yeah. like an avalanche in the corner he's got some moves there you know um and buddy's doing the trickery is const- constantly seems to ignore the uh buddy rogers putting his leg on the bottom rope sure like, sure that's just not a thing here or strange well uh, so it does it does sort of end up I don't know. It's, it was a weird thing. I couldn't tell if Buddy was kicking out. Buddy ends up in the rope anytime there's a pin, and they just like he counts to two and then he stops. The referee seems to. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, but Buddy is, you know, Buddy does the heel thing. Um, I don't know. At, at some point, he does the. He sits on his chest, right? Yeah. Um, like like a like a earthquake and a, a move that we're gonna see repeatedly through this show, which is really weird. I think it's in the first three matches you see that move in all three matches. <laughs> Perfect episode. Perfect lineup of, of matches we have here tonight where three three times they do that. Um the some bitch pile of monkey nuts, as we used to call it, of course. <laughs> the the earthquake finish where he jumps and smashes a guy's chest with his ass. Um The whoopee cushion. The, the whoopee that was cushion. The top rope the top version. Top rope version by yeah. and large. That's the super some bitch pile of monkey nuts. Yeah. Um the uh so I don't know. God damn! I, I I did think about that. There is, of course, uh, Matt Bourne barefoot, Big Josh, but I don't know if that really oh, is. Oh yeah, in, I I've, I've, I've I know that exists. I've to go down, but there's there's a lot that? of good barefoot. Ninety ninety one WCW. I've never even seen. I think I've seen 91, him work 92. once. Ninety one ninety two. He's he leaves in June or so, something like that, and goes straight to being doink basically. Yeah, yeah more or less. I don't. I I haven't seen um a lot of Big Josh. I've seen maybe a match, maybe two. Uh, 9091 is a blank, a, a, a blind spot for my WCW. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Haystack is whatever. Uh, but the, the finish of this match is, is really incredible. Um, first of all, buddy hits a, he hits a drop kick to the back of the head. Um, which sends Calhoun off the buckle, like face first. Uh, and then he turns around and another really good drop kick. These are incredible drop kicks that Buddy has. Yeah. Like really like high speed, um, you know, like Kenta or Shibata, like, you know, the best fucking drop kickers. Um, Kenta, maybe not now, but Kenta whenever he, you know, Kenta had a good drop kick, right? Yeah, it was, I'm it not, was a pretty good drop kick. It was, it was inspired by Shibata. I don't know. I said that and then I was like, oh, people are going to roast me for saying Kenta because people hate him now, but I still like Kenta. Um I don't like him now, but I 
will stand by his old work. I'll just uh, say B-Boy. B-Boy dropkick. Very good. Very good. That works. Um, and so the second one catches him right in the fucking mouth. It's a really on-target dropkick. Uh, one foot in the chest, one foot in the mouth. Haystack looks like he's going to bump uh, sort of through the ropes to the floor, you know? like a, Yeah. Um, but he... So he he bumps. He bu- he doesn't bump through the. He bu- he bumps literally through the rope. So he bumps. He's gonna go over the middle rope, uh, presumably. But the middle rope just snaps. So he literally goes through the rope. Yeah, the uh, cable breaks. <laughs> like it was just not fucking prepared for this man. Six hundred some odd pounds. This man's <laughs> largesse, if you will. Uh, now this is the only match where we don't see so- that we're going to cover today that we don't see someone bleed except this they say like does not get up. I don't fucking know if this guy's bleeding or not. This they guy said might- he said the commentator says that well, first of all he said the, the cops are trying to get him to help him. The cops Chicago PD is here and the the medics are coming and apparently he's bleeding. On- <laughs> he falls like head and neck and shoulders first, like six hundred some odd pounds landing head first off of the ring onto I. Would have to guess just the bare concrete. I can't imagine there's the bare concrete. <laughs> the bare. <laughs> oh uh, wow! You, you 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 yeah, that's uh, that's comedy points there. You you scored a three. Um, man, it's a hell of a it's a hell of a bump. I don't think it was planned. Uh, I mean, no, it was obviously no. obviously was not planned. You don't see I, I mean, it. You don't see him hit. a twenty-minute time limit, I mm. would assume that the point was th- that they were just going to go twenty. They're going to go twenty. Okay, yeah, sure. And it would just been like a lot of hole, like you know, rest holds and yeah, all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's a headlock and, match. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't. It was good. It was good. That. Like it they, was cool. they were building to something like the the drop kicks, and he's going to get thrown off the ring, and then maybe they'll do like a very brief floor thing, and they'll come back in, and they'll do bear hugs, and they'll work the rest of the the next seven minutes or whatever. But like, yeah, this is a good finish. <laughs> it's a good. I mean, his ass got fucked up on that. Well, you that's... don't see him hit because it's the opposite side of the ring, and yeah. there's only one camera. It's a hard cam, and it's being operated. It's being like uh, panned back and forth and zooming, but it's you can't see how he lands. Or and also when he when he falls, you see cops just like start looking over like. <laughs> And like, there's some, there's a few guys who are probably like hip to it, like who are like, you know, the Smarks of 1961 yeah. are like standing up and going like, oh shit, he's like that was not supposed to happen. And I don't know, it's a, it's oh, a... Oh, I think this guy's dead. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the guy's probably never gonna get off of. No, that's that's not. I can't do Chicago. I've never been able. To... I can't. It's just it. I try and like the first two syllables sound okay, and then it just becomes New York. Um, yeah. It's hard. I need to watch some SNL sketches. <laughs> it's some, uh, yeah, you know. I love that. Uh, you know, bring yourself back with to the Chicago Code. Yeah, yeah. God, uh, man, that motherfucker, uh, Shane Ryan. That man had so many bad, so many. I forgot about the Chicago like, Code. Yeah, no, that I promised, but he just kept naming them like really terrible things. Nobody Somehow, that's a better name than the show. The better name than what he had previously planned for it, which was going to be Ride Along. That well, was immediately in the aftermath of the Terriers debacle. What was the show? There's a show like Chicago Show, Chicago Code. Um, right, Terriers. God, Terriers is so good. I always forget. And then after that, he had Last Resort with uh, Andre Brower and Scott Stephen on the. That's fucking... the ship. That's the the like. It's like uh, a. 
Wait. The submarine. Submarine, yeah, and like it's the end of the world. Okay, um, do you remember a show that had Dennis Haysbert and David Mamet wrote it? And it was like a SWAT team show? It ran for like three or four years. I, all these shows are mixed up. Anyways, this is let's stop talking about. This. I, I know what show you mean. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the fuck it's. Nobody remembers called, what that was called, but you remember it being on. Anyways, Dennis Haysbert and Andre Brower um, should fight. Only one of them should be allowed to exist because they're the same actor. Um, let's talk um, from Maple Leaf Gardens. Yes, uh, second original six city. Yeah, wow. sure. Uh, uh, WWF, October 21st in 1984, we have Kamala the Ugandan Giant, as opposed to Kamala the Vice President, <laughs> versus Andre the Giant. Uh, oh, God, what's happening in your... Fuckheads, I don't fucking give a shit. Is somebody, dri- is somebody driving a... a... A, a motor riding a motorcycle. Oh, wow. well, I mean, it's, it sucks. It's yeah. cold out. Like, I, I'm, it's shocking. What's the what's the temperature there right now? I don't know. Probably like thirty. Oh, that's not that bad. It was a bad wind chill earlier, though. Yeah, it's like sixteen here. So, um, yeah. if you anybody, fine, frankly, any, yeah, yeah. Um, All the weather heads. A forty there. degree day. We had one not long ago. Um, all right, let's we'll we'll reset here. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait! Before we get to Kamala versus Andre. I want to say, why doesn't uh, Haystack's, Haystack Calhoun wear shoes? That's a, We have to assess that at, at the okay, end of the Okay, so match. I assume it's that because he's got a hayseed gimmick. Okay. Describe what's that. I mean, he's just some fucking shit kicker. Not necessarily literally in this case because he doesn't have shoes on. It's easier to – you prefer to kick sh- – if you're kicking shit, you're, you're going to have shoes on. Uh-huh. But he's just some fucking, like, hick. And it's just, oh – well, good old boy. Grandpa, I don't want to hand no more memo. I just want to wear my shoes. I don't want to wear my shoes when I go in the wrestling ring. <laughs> that's that's so good. That is, you know? you know what? That is TV ready. Is <laughs> Thank you. But then I just think that uh, yeah, that it's just supposed to be like you know he's wrestling in the overalls. He's just he's just like he's some he's just he's just a guy. He's just a he's just some you know uh, <laughs> local yokel. It's just a man. He's just a, lo- a local yokel. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know he's about shoes. I have written down that he's just. He never found out about shoes, and nobody ever taught him, and he never asked. That's that's the okay. Game. So <laughs> now, before we get into the battle of the giants inside the cage uh, uh-huh. improper, I mean, let's talk about one thing that we need to talk about. Okay. So you've seen <laughs> Kamala Harris's husband, right? Oh uh, yeah, Doug. Yeah, Dougie. That guy. Yeah, uh, the uh, second gentleman at uh, second gentleman. <laughs> Second so you, gentleman. Yeah, I do not feel like second gentleman. <laughs> you would agree that this man is cuck, right? This man I is mean, actively like he enjoys it. He's licking like like the fucking dude's calm out of his wife's asshole. You know, he, I he's mean, all for it. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. He just has like profound. I hadn't thought energy. about it. I hadn't really looked at him too close. You know, say what you will about Todd Palin. That guy didn't have cuck energy. He yeah. might be. He might be a cuck, but I don't. I don't really think so this dude well no here's the thing let me just say here's the thing no matter what you want to do you do it and you have fun doing it it's the the problem is if how hard you project it and if you're saying that he is projecting that outwardly then yeah that is that is something to be at least mildly ashamed of um if todd palin is doing it and coming off like a cool guy then more power to him yeah he's riding his snow machine and all that shit yeah have fun dude yeah yeah do your thing i don't know i I, yeah uh that that is a weird family 
Bubba, that that was not a man who's a cock. Yeah, maybe, maybe the, at least not this point. Or at least not in the past, I should say. Maybe at this point, but I don't know. That's no, I don't know. This, uh, yeah, it, it is. It's yes, it's a very interesting thought. Is Bill Clinton a uh, cock or not? That's a very interesting thought, Siobhan. What gets his hard? <laughs> what gets him hard at this point? Nothing. Gets, He's eighty years old. You, they don't. You don't get hard at that age. You just don't. Oh, that. Well, then what the fuck is the point of the fucking adrenochrome? Because it's depravity. Because these people are depraved and they want to torture people. Yeah, we They're know Bill evil. depraved. He's been depraved for He doesn't get horny. 50 fucking years. Bill Clinton didn't get horny in the 90s. He just liked getting off on, you know, slapping his dick on creatures that were less powerful than him. That's what these people do. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Doug. He might be a cuck. Yes, <laughs> he, he just has the energy. Yeah, sure. He also looks like someone you make fun of on Twitter, which I uh, which I will I do say is appropriate because he's a guy I'm that you fun of that bitch on Twitter right now. You post you you like you reply to him with just his his profile his picture. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, Doug you, is definitely one of those guys. You look, you look like a fucking Bob's Belcher's character. Bitch. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. You look, yeah, like, you look like Eugene look, Merman should be voicing your motherfucking ass. You look suspicious. Get my get out of my fucking face. Yeah. Now Kamala, the Ugandan giant versus Andre. Oh, the Ugandan the, giant versus the French Andre. Giant. The in parentheses French giant. Yes. Monster Rusimov. Right. I love that name. All right. Kamala's a savage. Kamala doesn't know what shoes are. That's the reason he doesn't wear shoes. Because he doesn't know what they are. <laughs> Just want to get yes. that out of the way. Yeah, that's it's problematic. I mean, here's the thing about this: is this problematic? Yeah, but here's the thing: you know, we, uh, obviously that's inherent. Yeah, what we do yeah. is problematic. But we're here to celebrate Sugar Bear Harris. Yeah, I mean, great- well, no, yeah, I don't know the 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 character. I don't know you. I... Arguably, the most problematic thing in this match is not Kamal himself. It's Friday, who I believe would be uh, played by. Uh, being pl- was being played by Steve Lombardi. I know he played Kim Chi, which so it's not Kim Chi. It's Friday. I, all right, we'll talk about Friday, let's talk about yeah. Friday in a minute because I got notes on Friday and I didn't really understand. I've, I've never seen Kamala in this era. I've seen him in '86, where Kim yeah. Chi is there, I believe. By '86, it's the same basic gimmick, right? Okay, um, I I'm okay with Kamala gimmick. I'm okay with most of the fucking savage gimmicks from the years. Um, from you know this is this is fucking ronald reagan's america like what the fuck do you expect people to do like i don't know i don't i i will watch this shit i watched dumbo i thought the crows were nice they were nice people what the fuck i don't know i'm not saying you should, we should be dusting off song of the south but some of this shit's okay am i too am i being too tony soprano right now Maybe, maybe <laughs> i don't know it's it's all context i mean was this brian mulroney's canada though <laughs> or was this uh, uh, Trudeau the Seniors? I think it was Trudeau the Seniors. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. Late 84? Yeah, I think so. And that motherfucker, I mean, but then again, look at the motherfucker that guy raised. Yeah, Blackface Lover. <laughs> yeah, Prime Minister Blackface. <laughs> yeah, it's Minister awesome. Mr. Uh, Indian Brownface. Everything sucks. Multiple kinds of brown, brown all, face. All culture is bad. All fucking, everybody's racist. Yeah, and yes, Western civilization. Yeah, However, all, it was never. We, we, we were never supposed to get this far to where we could put paint on each other and do parodies of of old cultures that we that white people perceive. This is how they do it, and we're doing it for entertainment. We should have never gotten here. Wrestling shouldn't exist. All entertainment is like uh, a, a bridge too far, and the humanity should have never gotten this far. And that's why the planet's dying. Anyways, let's talk about the match. That's just <laughs> <a fucking> <laughs> 
pretty cool. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, well, uh, Kamala's like afraid to get in the ring, which and he seems really scared. He's afraid to get in the, the cage. Um, yeah. He's wearing tassels around his shins, but is extremely barefooted. Um, I have Kim Chi written down here because I didn't realize it was a different character at, at the beginning until until the commentator started calling him uh, his man Friday, yeah. <laughs> which is very yes. funny. Um, yeah, so Andre gets a huge pop, immediately goes after Kamala. Um, we get lo- lots of these overhand chops from both of them, but Kamala has this like tomahawk chop. Um, it's so good. There's some weird issues with the video here. It appears to be ripped from an old like WWE on demand cable service, like pre WWE network. Yeah. Um, uploaded by four wrestling fans, number four wrestling fans <laughs> who have a watermark in the corner of it. Love that. I mean, you know, it's honest. It's sincere. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I'll never shit on somebody for putting a dumb watermark on a WWF <laughs> video. No, that owns. Super yeah. funny. It's super funny. Um. Yeah. So this is Maple Leaf Gardens. This is Toronto, right? Um. Yes. So I I always forget when I think of Maple Leaf Gardens, I always think of the Montreal stuff. I always think of like the Garvins and the Rougeaus. Um. But this was just purely a WWF town, right? Like it was I mean, just a part of their circuit. It was NWA territory for a while, but Did it? Okay. it was uh, by this point. Yeah, it was just like that had uh, died off, and that was sort of a weird thing because a lot of its talent. I didn't. It was sort of where people who uh, would go like up the pipeline. Like Iron Sheik was really big in Toronto. Okay, weird. I believe is is uh, Mister Vaziri from uh, fucking. Ontario, I don't remember. Maybe. Who gives a shit? That yeah. doesn't matter. I, I, I always kind of viewed it as a, as a WWF town. Like, uh, in my head, it was just, like, one of the places they ran. It was part of their circuit. Um, but I guess, I don't know, like, what? Detroit's pretty close to Toronto. I could see there yeah, being some crossover between uh, those territories, right? Yeah, and there certainly were a good number of... Uh, Mr. Farhat. Uh, yeah. So when, okay, you Abby. said Iron Sheik. So, but yeah, did, did oh, Detroit well, Sheik? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder. OG Sheik. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird it's a weird place. Uh, but the, you see, like it's a big building. They packed it full. You see that like at the end when they turn the lights on. Um, but Andre's like going like pretty hard. Um, it's 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 an escape rules match. Uh, an escape the cage rules match. Yeah. Um, they grind each other into the steel a bunch. Uh, you know, it's 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 about what you expect this to be, but it's got a real intensity to it. And Andre does these his big overhand forearms to the chest that like even it, even if he was like working light, that it has to suck to take one of those. But did, I don't know. It did Andre never worked light on, on not on purpose? No, no, he didn't seem like he had that. He had uh, multiple gears like that. Yeah, or like either by choice or just by maybe if he was drunk like extra extra drunk or in like a lot of pain like muscle pain because he that would happen to andre he would just there would be days where he would just be his fucking legs would hurt because he was way too fucking big and he yeah and he didn't and he still had to wrestle and the match would suck and then there were days where he had the right balance of feeling it yeah the right balance of fucking quaaludes and and budweiser and he worked a fucking perfect match against stan hansen or whatever like that's not a yeah it Everybody knows about Andre. Everybody knows this already. Um, but they made documentaries about. The yes, man, I, and, uh, I watched it. It was good. It was a sorry movie. Um, for the most part, I think Andre liked to, liked to hurt people, and he he thought it was funny. You know, 
He enjoyed being big and hurting people because he was in pain all the time, ever since he was a fucking teenager and grew too fucking big. So he liked to inflict that uh, some pain onto others. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, that's know, why he's the best. <laughs> you know, that's just what happens. And, you know, when you think about it, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the French tradition, you know. Marquis d'Alenger. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I, I feel you. I'm, Think I'm about with you. It was a sod joke. Okay, okay. Um, let's see here. What happens? He gives Kamala a lot. He does. He clearly he does, absolutely respects him as a formidable opponent. Let's Kamala get a lot of a lot of offense. Um, let's th- uh, Kamala juice his ass. Uh, yeah, which is very nice. Yeah, Kamala's dr- wiping the blood. He got a lot of. This is an episode full of blood play, which is very <laughs> ironic when you think about it. Given that this is a, this is a semi like haha wink wink we're making a reference to a fetish joke no sure. but this ends up being I mean here's the thing is our show always a blood play show I would say not inherently but no I mean it, it very often but it feels like there's a lot here I've, we've had bloodless episodes I don't know for sure it's, I think it's happened I don't know I, I was trying to think about uh, it but yeah, I can't so we've, had, we've had a couple. Destroyer episode is blood free. There's been several others. Oh sure, okay. Not several, but enough. Um, I don't know. I I mean, there just feels like a lot of spitting blood, wiping blood. We'll get to it. Well, well these are it. matches that we chose. I mean, you know, and we're freaks. That's yeah. fine. And and one of the ones I chose was the one that didn't have blood. I guess, but still, I I, I swear the commentator said haystack. I think he he fell on his head and then he bladed out there. <laughs> I like to believe that that's what happened. That's a raw um, move. Yeah, you, know, you, you respect it. He's good. Now, He's good. what are your thoughts on Friday? Now I'm going to explain why Friday is problematic. Okay, so here now, or okay, so here's the thing: Do you think Vince McMahon can read? <laughs> or more accurately, do you think he does read? I I think he can read. I think he does not. I think he I think he probably reads like you know I don't know fucking Breitbart or whatever. Like that's I I can't imagine he. God damn, reads. pal! You see this black crime stats? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he 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 thinks that Ashley Babbitt was an Antifa agent. Like, yeah, that's what I think Vince reads, yes. Okay, so Friday, then that's a reference to uh, Robinson Crusoe. Now, and Friday in Robinson Crusoe is a black tribesman who becomes uh, Robinson Crusoe's sidekick. Okay. Here's the thing. So, now. This is a literary, I didn't, I didn't realize like it was the, a literary reference. Yes, but that's like well, it's a classic reference. Uh, it's got Friday as as a reference to sure, that. Sure, sure, okay. I didn't realize. Gal- I've never seen that picture. I've seen Bringing Up Baby. I've never seen his Gal Friday. It's real good. Um, yeah. but what I was gonna say is, so is the is there a joke here that Friday is the manservant to to like a, a black man from? The, the dark heart in theory or but it's a white guy it's clearly like it's Stephen a it's Ford a play someone else this who, is like a play on a thing pat patterson yeah i don't know okay he's doing he's doing satire is this, this you're saying this is like a social satire bit i don't think it's satire i just <laughs> i just think vince he's playing a little joke vince has read he's doing a little joke okay maybe he's seen a movie that seems right for vince he's a trump sort of figure in that he's part of trump but i can just see like i don't think he's bogey and out of africa so good 
I don't think he uh, fast forwards through like the non fighting scenes in Bloodsport, for example. I yeah, think, I yeah. Think he no, Trump is crucial a... to the end. Uh, Vince has seen plot. movies. No, Vince loves movies. Vince loves movies. Vince loves the the cinematic arts. He doesn't understand them, but he loves them on some level, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I just, but it was interesting because it was like this is fucking weird. This is a weird vibe here. Yeah. It's weird vibes. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think too hard about Obviously, it. I'm so used to Kamala being, like, this weird thing, and people, like, I don't know, people, I don't think people have analyzed him too much. He died last year, R.I.P., of course, Sugar Bear Yes. Um, Kamala Harris, it's so funny. (laughs) It's so funny that he's got the same fucking name. Um, And obviously, I think we're supposed to say Kamala, right? It's Kamala. Kamala. It's a different pronunciation. Yeah, but it's hard. It's really hard. uh, Kamala, because they never pronounce it any other way. It's a different thing. Yeah, it's it's that's gonna be a tough one for me, and I'm gonna get called a racist um, by somebody for pronouncing it wrong in the next four years. I guarantee it. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of thing you until you hear it pronounced, you have your own. You think about it, and you end up, and you. I mean, you don't. You, don't, you just don't want to be the uh, the Kavit guy, you know, to reference. Classic Felix Biederman uh, misstep because yeah. he has read so much and. Uh, read so many words that he has never had to say. Yeah, you don't want to say Zine. Yeah, um, Zine. Zine. There's other ones. Uh, no, I, I, what, what I said, Farelli. It's Italian. It's Farelli. Yes. Right? All right. Good. Got it. Um, those guys are gonna come back. Green Book Two coming soon. Uh, <laughs> so greener. <laughs> yes. God, they should call it Green Book. To greener pastures. There you fucking go. Yeah, yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Kamala is awesome here. He hits a couple of really nice big splashes. He tries to pin Andre. It's the classic bit. So there's no pins in this match. It's escape occasionally. Escape through the door over the top. Although you don't want to yeah. escape over the top because they show a close up of the jagged ends of the chain link would have just been cut off um at the top of the cage yeah because it's very i mean obviously uh 80s uh wwf you associate with big blue ball the big blue cage yeah sure the bars but, but ironically both of the uh wwf cage matches from the 80s we've done this and tito santana versus valentine, Greg valentine yeah chain link fence yeah i the way i think the blue cage think... blue cage comes in in like 86 earliest yeah, blue cage I, I remember is is uh hogan versus uh orndorff that's like the first blue cage match that i can remember personally and then you got and Hogan then bundy, bundy. yeah, bundy. yeah so bundy's two months it. later i think uh yeah. yeah yeah that's that's when the cage that's when the blue cage comes in um which is the stupidest idea i mean there's some good matches in the blue cage i like it for for what it is but it's a very different sort of thing um yeah, I don't know. This is the, so he tries to pin him, which brought back the memory that I had of like anytime they did a bit where Kamala didn't know the rules of wrestling. <laughs> I I love that shit. I love it so much. Um, it's there's a there's a bit on there's like a Coliseum videotape that I watched a bunch when I was a kid that had Kamala versus Brett, I believe. It was Kamala versus Sean even. Early babyface Sean, and he goes for a pin while I think it was Brett actually. Uh, he goes for a pin while Brett is laying face down on the mat, and he like hooks the leg, he like hooks the ankle, and I, I was yeah. like seven, and I thought it was the funniest goddamn thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> so I like that. Shouts out to Kamala not knowing the rules to wrestling. Um, I mean, I think Kamala as as gimmick is perfect when you're not like really fa- when you're not like old enough to be thoughtful to analyze it. Mm. And of course, psychologically, mentally. 
But Vince McMahon is not old enough to analyze anything. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know. I I tried really hard to. But, I, I I always I always just try to watch the shit. I don't know. It's no, it's but bad. Here's the thing. So Obviously, it's bad. If you're if you're Kamala, well, first if you're Andre, you're not climbing up this fucking gauge. That's fucking. That's just gonna be awful trying to get it down to the floor. But but if you're Kamala, you're fucking barefoot and. That seems like miserable. That just doesn't seem like a fun prospect to have to climb up the cage at all, let alone barefoot. So they do a really interesting thing with Kamala trying to get out of the cage where every time he goes for it, Andre's, uh, what, he's beaten Andre down. Andre's in front of the door. Andre's always yeah. between Kamala and the door. He makes sure to wrestle this entire match so that when he's down, he can at least still use his big ass to block Kamala from leaving the, leaving the cage. It's very or he's smart. close enough to like grab the ankle or something. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very smartly worked escape the cage match. It's really, really good. Um, nobody's going to climb it. You never think for a second, anybody's going to climb it. So they work psychology around the escaping the door. It's like, it's really, it, they nail that i think this is like one of the best uh working around the door escape cage matches i've ever seen um but it's also it's also just two massive dudes just doing overhand chops to each other um there's a moment where uh andre grabs kamala by like the esophagus and squeezes and it looks goofy but imagine that imagine like his hand like god damn he does the double nerve pinch hold i love that move you ever yeah when you were a kid did you ever like do like indian death grip moves on your friends yeah i mean i'm me so i'm constantly like thinking about like my like trapezoid area which are which are fucking weak as shit and i always have like a lot of ache there but it's like if you have if you're like trying to pinch there and like try and like get it like going again make yourself like not paint yeah like Sure. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, the it's pressure like a very points. Fine line. I had one friend who was like such a pussy. I did like a like a like a uh, fucking uh, Stallone. I saw it in like a movie or something. Like thumb to the neck thing, and he like he like complained to his mom, and I wasn't allowed to like like hang out at his house for like, six months until uh, the heat died down. Um. Anyways, you know, that kid, you just <laughs> that kid was and, a pussy. and you just can't go around imitating Marion Cobra Cabretti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It seemed all right at the time. I was just a kid, you know. Um, yeah, Nerf Pinch is good. Uh, Kamala gets body slammed and he sells it like he's Devon Dudley. I have that written down. Um, and then Andre goes up to the top rope, sort of walks out. He's like holding onto the cage and he walks out along in the rope a little bit. Yeah. And he does the the big the big ass the the whoopee cushion basically. Yes. Off the top, like he lands on his feet, kinda a little bit first before just sitting on Kamala's chest. But that's fair because he's if he does a full like butt bomb onto Kamala, then Kamala dies in nineteen eighty four and not twenty twenty. Um, it would have just collapsed his heart. Uh, but he did the he did it off the top rope. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the craziest things I've, I've ever seen. I don't know if I've ever seen Andre go off the top rope before. That's I don't think I have. No, it's, it's wild, absolutely insane. The some bitch pile of monkey nuts. Um. Really great. Andre then just strolls out of the ring, obviously. Goes goes to the door. Uh, crowd goes nuts. The lights come up in the arena. You see, oh yeah, there's like 12,000 fucking people in this building. This is a sold out crowd. You can't see it because they have the lighting down, you know, but pretty amazing match. Like a great, a great exercise in big man minimalism, you know? Yeah, it just like wrestling a lot of the time, and people forget, people forget Bix had to do, uh, obligated, of course, obligatory when we do people forget. People forget. Uh, but legitimately, people forget, like, what the fuck is, is professional wrestling? It's a spectacle, and it's like, look at this fucking guy, look at this other fucking guy, and you put him in a cage, and then, well, what the fuck? Like, 
I just want to see them whack each other. Like, you know, fucking, I don't need to see some technical fucking masterpiece. I don't, like, the idea of these two, like, trading, uh, like, their fucking fucking exchanges on the mat is compelling, but I don't need that. I just need everything to count. They could do it. Like, we've seen, like, Andre versus, um, who's that guy when, he, when, he, when he's monstrous off the 72 tour of IWE? He wrestles Strong Kobayashi. Is that the guy's name? Maybe, yeah. They, they've got, like, a two out of three falls match. I want to say it's Strong Kobayashi. And um, we have that, like, and they work the match. match uh, in, from, like, 68. 67 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against uh, our, our fucking man. Franz von Boyten. Franz von Boyten, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like, you can see him work holds, and, you know, but at this point, obviously, whatever. Um, and he's a big star now, and it's WWF. I, I think this is a very good WWF big man match, where oh, yeah, exactly. it's based around them, like, avalanching each other and hitting each other and, you know, uh, trying a big splash, and the guy moves, and that's the biggest part of the match. <laughs> the big transition is one guy tries a splash and misses, and that leads to the finish or whatever, which that's not what happens here, but that's the basic structure of a WBF big man match and a ton of Kamala's matches, and I think this is a really good version of that. It's cool. Absolutely. Um. All right. Up. All right. Do you want to do, your... do the names on this one? This is yours. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, so from 1990. Question in... mark? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in I don't fucking know Nagoya. Yeah, I okay. I have it written down. I don't know what building this is. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's fine. We have Masashi Oyagi and Mitsuhiro Matsunaga. Question mark. Though it is one hundred percent Mitsuhiro Matsunaga. Yeah, it's Matsunaga. It's yeah. Danger yeah. versus Ryu Mago and Masahiko Takasugi. Okay, and this is from Pioneer Senshi. Pioneer. Yes. We we uh, come, uh, we we did a Pioneer match. I think the Ryu Mago versus. Onita match that we yes, did on the Onita. Yeah, yeah we okay. did yes, the first from our uh, Onita comeback tour. The FMW formation show. Yeah. Yes. The the yeah, the proto FMW show. Um that also had Aoyagi and Matsunoko on it. Yeah. And they course. were of course both barefoot. Now this is to me a staple of uh <laughs> Oh yeah, that Matsunaga match. I forgot about that. That Matsunaga match. Him and fucking Jelly Graman. Jelly Grayman, yeah, of course, of course. Sorry, <laughs> I just had to bring up Jelly Grayman. Go off. Yeah, tell me about, tell no, me about these guys. No, this is a staple of, firstly, things that I think we like to cover because they're just fucking, they just fucking work. But for, for, for certainly for the barefoot wrestling genre, martial artist. The who, reason these men don't have shoes is because of honor and the art form. They yes, they didn't fucking wear them when they were practicing their Kyokushin karate. Becoming fucking masters of it. Yeah. So why the fuck are they going to wear them now? Yeah. And also, but here's the thing. That's cool because it gives them, because here's the thing. Part of what makes karate guys, karateka, so cool as wrestlers and just all martial artists in general when they're, is that they don't seem to fucking give, like, know how wrestling works in, not in the Kamala, like, gimmick sense. It's that they don't really give a shit. Sure. He, like, well, Goldberg doesn't seem to know how wrestling works. <laughs> right. He just does what he fucking wants. Right. It's great. Brock Lesnar does what he fucking wants. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good, So you're yeah. just constantly kicking people in the fucking face and stomping on people, running over people, doing weird flipping kicks, hit, like, <laughs> kinds, all kinds <laughs> of crazy bullshit. Kits. It's great, you um, know? 
I do, yeah. So you're, you're not bound by things. The karate I, guys I, are like straight up like they break up every pin. Like every time like somebody pins their partner, they run in and kick them in the face. Like yeah, a, a thing just that stomp <clears throat> a motherfucker in the back of the head. Like, right. That no, that that feels... becomes a thing more in like the mid '90s with the All Japan matches, where that's always how you you just break up pins. But in 1990, like that wasn't so much a thing. Like these guys are these guys are being like roughneck in a way that didn't really exist yet. Not 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 by and large, you know, like, I mean, in, in, in a New Japan tag from 1990, you're not going to have a bunch of like every every pin isn't going to be broken up by, you know, Hase coming in and doing a big stomp to the back of the head. Like there's no. going to be people going to be kicking out of shit. Nobody kicks out of anything in this match. Everybody just the, the pin gets broken up because somebody kicks him in the nose. <laughs> Yeah, and the wrestlers are good here too. Though, um, so this is the, so the Matsunaga and Ayagi are both in gi with no no shoes on, um, yes. <clears throat> and it starts out hot and heavy. Matsunaga is all wild high kicks and spin kicks. Um, this is a handheld uh, one camera yes. fan cam, uh, which means something else now. It's weird that that term has been it does, somehow it does. adopted. It's very strange. Um, but it's a fan cam. It's a handheld single camera by a, by a, a fan in the audience. Um, I don't even know what this promotion really is. I know we talked about it on that show. Is this Ryuma Go's promotion? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. It's like one of the first uh, indies, and I mean, because it does certainly predate FMW, because yeah, sure, sure. Anita, but it's also like, it's it's an indie in like the sense of like, these are guys nobody wants, because they're all old and bummy and shit. Or they're too weird. But, or like yeah. in, in the case of Ayagi, he's too weird, and he would get a run for New Japan like pretty soon after this right yes um but um, but they hadn't be, accepted these him. guys would actually be brought in as a as part of a like sort of angle with like indie invaders in uh in 1990 in new japan a match i've been looking for for fucking years i believe involves aoyagi uh Ryumago, and takasugi teaming with masanobu krisu and Hiroshi Ithakura? Something like that. And it's just like, it's just like real, like a bunch of fuckers. That's like an eight-man tag on some random throwaway show that you've seen on Cage Match? Yeah, well, it's some sumo hall show. It's not a fair one. That's why I'm I'm like, I'm like, Roy Lusher, you got this, you got this, you got this. That tape exists. So block me. But, but, you know, fuck that. (laughs) I want to see that shit. Like, you know, Animal Hamaguchi's there on the, on the baby face side. 1990's a weird year. 1990, it gets weird in, in, uh, in all Japan too, like it's it's a it's a very exciting time and in, in, in Puroris for um, sure. Yeah, there's a lot but of stuff going on. This is just like some like so Aoyagi and Ryuma Go because Go is the one in the dark uh, boots. Uh, Takasugi Ultra Seven uh, is in the light boots. Yeah, so I, I this they is one of those up. matches. Like off, I didn't I don't know off the top of my head who everyone is, and luckily the chance sort of gave it. Like I figured out shaggy hair, gold boots is uh, what's his name. Uh, Takasugi. The Takasugi. Ultra, better known uh, under his masked gimmick, uh, Ultra 7. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know it was the same guy. Okay, cool. Um, I have written down who is he, and I was going to ask you who he is. So, okay, sure. Um, Go has, like, a busted nose within seconds of the match starting. Him and Ayagi <laughs> go out in the uh, in the crowd. Um, Ayagi, of course, a guy who is inexplicably one of our most covered wrestlers. <laughs> Yes. How that happened, but here we are. Um, he just he just ends up be- in a lot of matches where he's beating someone's fucking ass, and then yeah. someone has to try to beat his ass too. Yeah. Well, in the 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 Onita trilogy is great. Um, so 
let's see here. This is a hard match to go through because it's so fast. Um, it's like a 94 All Japan tag, but like twice as fast and three times as dirty. Like the karate guys yeah. are somehow way less professional than the wrestlers. And you would think they're like honorable. But like you said, they don't understand wrestling and they don't care to understand wrestling. So they just come in and fuck it up. It's real they're fucking... They're holding the idea that they're just fucking... That they can just beat these guys' ass. And, yeah. And that means that the, what the wrestlers do is every single hold they put on seems feels a little more gritty and grimy than it should well it's also like they're also like sort of taunting them like the wrestlers are like you're in our world like i don't know it's a very interesting dynamic and you get all this through one camera that's really far away like if you had like a pro version of this match it would be incredible it would be like on the level of the onita goto karisu uh dragon master tag that we have um like it's 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 so crazy it's like 12 minutes i think the match is about 12 minutes um but yeah, the 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 the, kara, the karateka is that what they're called? Yeah, the karate dudes are like just such assholes. It's like they do some real like braggadocio shit. They like hidden tags and interference and taunting and just general smugness. The ref has some like fat ass yoga pants on, uh, like butt lift kind. Ref ref yes. look, ref looking low key good in this. I just want to say. I believe the ref is Wally Yamaguchi, better known as Yamaguchi San from. Kai and Tai, oh my God. aka I choppy choppy your pee pee. Well, he looking good in this. He's I would I would I would yeah he looks good. Um, he's got a fat ass, folks. The ref has a fat ass. Uh, we love fat asses on this show, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so they, all right, so Go grabs a Jujigatame at some point on Matsunaga, and Ayagi just runs in and just steps on his face. Like yes. it, it all breaks down. All four in the ring. Uh, Ayagi throws these chops that are like not. Like they're, they're like knife edge chops that are not aimed at the chest. They're just no, wherever just... they go to the head, they go to the throat. Sometimes he hits you in the stomach. It's just like it's really weird. He does these overhand like tomahawk chops that are just like catching catching Matsun- or catching uh, Takashugi in the fucking like cheek. Like yeah, <laughs> it's just like really dirty shit. Um, Takashugi is like, good. He's really good in this. Uh, absolutely, he's got like he's like a paunchier guy, but he's been like. You know he's he's been to Mexico. He's been he's okay, been yeah, right. a masked guy. This is a guy who like understands ba- the basics of wrestling very very well. Yeah, and he knows like and I mean he starts the whole thing because he fucking throws his flowers at Oyagi. <laughs> I, I believe it's Oyagi, and he just beans him in the fucking head when they're getting their like open during the opening ceremony, and that just like all right, shit breaks down from there. Like, yeah, this is like. These are some fuckers who they got some this they got more than like they're they're upholding like what is the better this is a different style of fight to its core it's very much a different style version, fight which yeah. we don't very which we don't have many of and it's real fucking grimy it, it's just the whole thing is just just these fucking just these fucking dickhead karate guys just kick just constantly Matsunaga's constantly doing like these flipping like pseudo like kicks pseudo like leg dropish too they look he, fucking nasty it, so matsunaga does that in some of those fmw matches too the matsunaga yeah. flipping heel kick is it's so ridiculous um aoyagi hits these weird like scorpion kicks where he somehow just finds a way to twist his foot in the back of uh ryomiko's fucking head he does it like four <laughs> times it looks fucking great every time of course it's, it's like what the fuck is this guy doing he also and, does the, the 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 butt drop at some point aoyagi yeah. does does the earthquake the sun bitch pile of monkey nuts <laughs> so we get it in three <laughs> straight matches yeah um no I, I don't know matsunaga matsunaga's wildness he does a fucking he does a there's a moment where he goes, he's going to tag out 
and uh, he just does a front roll for no reason, and it's just like he wasn't. It's just shit like that. Like they're the, the karate guys are having fun. They're having a good time. Um, so there's a point where Go comes in and he's gonna fight Matsunaga, uh, but he like is trying to fight him off and say, "Give me, give me Ayagi." Um, Ayagi comes in and just lays the lays him out with like crazy kicks. <clears throat> some are landing, some are missing by a mile. He throws so many strikes that something in this barrage will connect. Like it's simple mathematics that some yeah. of these shots are going to land and some of them are going to end up in a knockdown. Um, but Go is like a smart, calculating guy. And he like he's clearly supposed to be the architect here, right? He runs the promotion. He's got... Yeah. Um, and I don't want to talk about this match for too long because it will just get rep- repetitive. And this is just a match that really should be expected, uh, experienced, like, yeah. uh, firsthand because it's so crazy. It's so much happening so fast. It's hard to just be like, there's a kick there. And yeah. then, oh, I grabbed him. Oh, I got him for take, like a leg takedown. Like I grabbed him. He, he's trying to grapevine the leg. Oh, he doesn't grapevine the leg, but it looks fucking, looks gross. Yeah. You stretch the fuck out of him. It just like it just it's just a fucking mean match. It's a mean ass match. And there's blood. And, there's a lot of blood. I don't know who all bled, but by the end of it, both Matsunaga and Aoyagi's uh, gi are covered in blood. Like absolutely, just, yeah, it's fucking gnarly. And that, another beautiful thing about the gi, you know, uh, you know, obviously, what do we like? What's the common? common yeah, when it, with, when it uh, gets ripped matches, off, yeah, you wear white. Yeah, you wear and white, then, and then by the end of the match, it gets ripped off, and that's and, like and yeah, he's it's fucking a progression. beating his ass with the judo jacket. Fucking, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. It's just, it's just, it's, just, it's fucking. Cool. It's a mile a minute. It is. It is one of the fat. It is. It is really. I, I. I really loved this. It was. It was. It was hard to write notes on it. There's like deadlift suplexes. Oh, there's an extreme Takasugi fucking demolishes. Uh, Matsunaga, Matsunaga yeah. Like doesn't take drop. it. Aoyagi takes no suplexes. When somebody tries to give him a suplex, he dead he like sandbags him and just lands on their chest. Yes, which is awesome. <laughs> Matsunaga takes like twelve. And he hits yeah, and he lands like like some Kevin Randleman shit, like yes. some Kaz Fujita shit where he just gets dropped straight on his head. Yeah, he folds but then, good. Um, Matsunaga's a good uh uh uh, suplex like head bump folding guy. His yeah. his legs seem like they're really heavy every time they fly over his head. There's a weird I forget which I think it's I can't remember if it's uh, Go or Takasugi who hits who pulls uh, that fucking doctor bomb hold. They don't like like he's not going to drop him. And yeah, then just like oh fuck oh, fuck this shit. I don't have time for this. And, and he, he just, just comes in and kicks him. him in the face. Oh yeah, he kicks. Okay, yeah. When and, I, and Matsunaga still just gets dropped. Like he, he still got, just takes like, the bomb. He took yeah. the fucking doctor bomb. Like he got wrench power of him. It's great, and it's just like. What the hell is that spot? Yeah. What? Like, not even well, before the pick, it's just so it's a cool-looking hold. Like, this what is so doing? called in the ring more than anything. Like, you know, like, the, this is truly, like, they went out there and, like, what's the finish? Okay, let's go. How long are we going? Doesn't matter. Okay, let's do it. And I think that the finish is, uh, I, some, there's, like, a KO outside the ring or something. Yeah, Taka, uh, uh, Suki is a legal man and ends up uh, getting uh, knocked out to the floor. And oh, yeah, okay. So he's on the ground. He gets, like, fucked up. Ayagi, like, kicks his, like, head in. And then he's on the mat, and he's by the edge of the ring. Ayagi gives him a baseball slide drop kick, like, in the, yeah. in, like, the pelvic bone. <laughs> and he, he just so flies dark. to the ground unprotected. He gets, like, caught in the apron. Ayagi drop kicks him from, like, from there. Uh, Go gets the referee and basically tells him, "Hey, my partner's dead. We need to stop wrestling." 
<laughs> and I think that's the finish. I'm pretty sure that's about it. And it's, they brawl some more, you know. Whatever. It's such a fucking cool match. Doesn't it? It only makes sense when you see it because it's like, how do you say? Well, you know, he stomped his fucking head in there, and it's like because that happens. Like, there's one. I believe it's uh, Takasugi stomping in one of uh, Matsunaga Yagi's heads, and it just it looks fucking. It looks so it gnarly was and so earned. Like, it's so. Been going and going and going and going and going. Like it's been, you're just waiting for this. Like, oh yeah, they're fucking finally dishing it out. And it's just like, and it's such a small moment though. It does because it's just this constant barrage of shit in this fight. It's a fight. Yeah, I want to say if you do rewatch this, take note of how little punishment Aoyagi takes. I think he does basically take he takes his little because he's the you he's, know, he of is, course he's he is who he is but it's so funny when you like really like it's it's Rima goes promotion and go is bleeding within thirty seconds of the bell ringing and takes a ton of shit um, but like I think Aoyagi maybe takes like two bumps like <laughs> he throws a ton of kicks he's like crazy as hell but it's it's pretty funny it's pretty wild he he gets away, and he can get away with it because he is who he is you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's cool. I like every time I've seen Ayagi, and I've seen very little of him. You know, I've I've seen more matches of his for this show that we've covered here than I've seen, like you know, anywhere else. But yeah, um, yeah, I want to watch. Uh, he's in War a lot, right? Like ninety three War. War a lot. Him and is he squaring off with like Hashimoto at any point? I want to see that. There's never. I don't believe that there was. Uh, Not a singles. I just want tags. I want tags. Yeah. There's because he ends up uh, he and uh, another of his students, so uh, Akitashi Saito, of course, a fucking star. In sure, his own Saito. Way, uh, end up uh, joining with some of the some new Japan guys who they were in a feud with, like uh, like Shiro Shinaka and Kuniaki Kobayashi, informing High Saishin Gun when the fucking right. sickest. That's like ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have a lot of them in New Japan, of course, and War. Like there's like like there's like almost like a freeway feud between those uh factions on war shows and, mm-hmm. and new japan shows and it's just fucking cool it's just like you just get a lot of great matchups and it just he had an and then he ends up in like noah and has a lot of like cool old guy stuff but is he's still just like sure a fucker yeah yeah he's, he's cool he's, really he's good in Noah. Career. i haven't seen a lot of the 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 i say Michigan stuff the the new japan stuff but there's a lot of i mean kabuki's there uh, you know, if Kabuki's there, you know him and Tenryu get to mix it up at some point, right? I'm sure yeah. they beat each other up. Like, yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, well, we'll get to that. Um, yes. All right. Well, we're halfway here. You want to take a little break? Let's take a little break. All right. All right. And and by, and when we return, the only match featuring two men were two men who are both barefoot, right? But desperately trying not to be. <laughs> So good. It's so but good. Since we had All some right, time together, I'd like to give you a little taste of it. it kind of goes something like this. You can barefoot anywhere you want. Barefoot is legal. You can barefoot anywhere you want. Because barefoot is legal. Walk all around, go out and get a snack. Shop at the store, just go for a walk. You can barefoot anywhere you want, cause barefoot is legal. Indian WWE fans, they love Triple H. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that weird? What's going yeah, on there? Welcome. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just hate, I just can't, I, I don't, 
obviously you also did not accept any uh any dismissal of of Bill Goldberg. No, either. of course, of course. And that's gonna come back one day. Welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. Um yeah, the Bill Podberg Goldcast. I have not I think I left Paul on red again, so <laughs> I don't we'll think... just fuck it. We'll, <laughs> find we'll find a way. We'll find a way. It'll happen. Even if it's just like one-offs that are in the feed for this show. I don't know. He sounded like he wanted to really do it. And then me and my wife are going to record a podcast sometime. Um, our idea is that we have no idea, but we just want to talk on... I don't know. It's probably a bad idea to do that, but that's the thing we're going to do. Um, our idea was that we were going to... Our first episode would be comparing the films Tenet and Titanic. And the name of the podcast was... T- uh, Titanic, Titanic, Titanic was the name of the podcast. Um, so that's going to be coming at you folks pretty soon. Me and my wife's podcast, Titanic, where we discuss the films Tenet and Titanic. You know, every idea is a good idea, in my opinion. There's no bad ideas, just bad execution. Just bad people. Um, yeah, well, what do you? We we talked a week ago. I haven't done shit. You want? Is there anything you want to talk about? Or no, just, I haven't was, done shit. Uh, let's talk about being barefoot. Yeah, yeah. I, I was walking uh, to the bathroom and I uh, or or uh, get a glass of water actually, and uh, I fucking hurt my foot. I just in my left foot. My, I've been uh, constantly having fucking pains in my uh, sure. goddamn in my arch. I think sure. mostly because I've been walking a lot more for of course for work and stuff yeah work yeah. and yeah i'm just fucking i definitely i have like a bunch of like leg pains like I, I did something to fuck up like the top of my hamstring uh on my left leg sometime last week and i'm just i don't know what the fuck I'm like oh we're we're shit. fragile fucking creatures like that's the thing Absolutely. it's like i don't know my wife uh hurt her shoulder she was laid up for like two days she didn't even know what the fuck she did she slept on it wrong is that it maybe yeah, that's all it takes maybe that's all it fucking sucks. takes i don't know I, I went out the garage and uh uh, uh partook in a, a hobby of mine and uh and i was barefooted and it's cold out there and you open the window <laughs> um and yeah, I was like, "Damn, fuck! I don't know how." I, like, I, I was, I was thinking about my feet because we're in, we're on the feet thing here, right? Um, I, I can't imagine how how cold this is, and I'm not even outside; I'm just in the garage. Um, and then compare this to what J.C. Bailey versus Corporal Robinson went through <laughs> from IWA East Coast uh, Masters of Pain number one, I believe. Yes, uh, September sixteenth, two thousand six. Imagine it, what they it, felt. Yes, in South Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, it's a vicious outcast country, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, now... J.C. Bailey, not a guy we've covered as much as you'd think on the show. Corp, too, but... This is, I believe, is uh, the third... time we've covered uh, a, a jc bailey match i all i can and think of was him versus drake in the in the barefoot tack match what else we, did we also do? have uh, the hate club uh the hate club uh 2005 the tough crazy bastards oh, episode okay one where he's the match where he substitutes <laughs> for, in for justice pain sure completely forgot we did that that show okay cool well we forgot because he's in that because that's the both the worst match on that show inexplicably and it's just like why is he in this match yeah i remember i remember now i remember okay yeah uh and then corp we've only ever talked about when we had brian on for the juggalo show right yes that's our only court match cool cool yeah corp is corp is the best 
Um, I caught a little bit of there was Pondo versus Jin Kasai in an electrified light tube match right before God. this. I caught the uh, the the Smart Mark video trademark slow motion super slow mo replays, um, and Kasai does a fucking balcony dive Pearl Harbor like off a pretty high balcony like a good fifteen. 18 foot balcony it looked like um through a table on on pondo and pondo's holding uh a, like a, a big panel of electrified light tubes god awesome awesome so fucking spot that match looks fuck- good that looks like a good late pondo match the fucking oh he's really good in this uh in this stretch of time because he's very good in um the uh, Double Death Tournament too, which I think is a month later. We should just do that yeah. show. You talk about that show all the time. We should just yeah, we should just watch that show and that do a whole, also do a whole that, yes, on I it. believe that yeah, you know, he and Tom, Too Tough Tony are teaming in at another electrified light tubes. The electrified light tubes on on slow mo replay look fucking incredible when they yeah because you you can sort of tell because there's smoke that comes out obviously there's powder that comes out on light tubes. We're not talking about the match, but look, we get to it. Thirty more seconds on this. The the powder that comes out of light tubes is like awesome, you know. You see it, you see it yeah. rise up. But on this, you can see there's like actually smoke that's like rising up faster, kind of. And it's you can in sort a of fucking fire. Yeah, you can see you can see a little spark when they hit. Like it's really nice. Um, that match looked good. I'm ex- uh, I want to. I, I I Pondo doesn't really he does not live rent free in my head. Hey, I I hardly ever think about him. I don't know. He's a fascinating figure in how he seems oddly forgettable yeah he was not bad no yeah we should we should we should explore pondo at some point i think that might be an interesting exercise um but jc bailey versus corporal robinson in a ghetto shoes match so uh parat and comp yard call you know uh king of the road we've done a lot of crazy matches on this show ghetto shoes um so you ever see in uh, TNA where they have the X, the Ultimate X match? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I kept thinking of. Is like, what if they did that but with shoes? Basically, this is a barefoot thumbtack match. There's a bunch of fucking thumbtacks. Uh, both guys are barefooted, and they've got two pairs of shoes on a line above the ring and a ladder to climb to get the the shoes. Ghetto shoes match. Um, Insane. Winning the it, now winning the match has nothing to do with getting the shoes. It's no, you just, just do that so you can it, walk. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like a, be- a good idea. You do that so you can walk around. Um, you could pin you could pin the guy at any point. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pinfall match. Just as a regular one fall uh, ma- matchup, except both guys have no shoes, but there are shoes up above them, and you can climb the ladder and get the shoes, or you could just wrestle the match. But also, there's thumbtacks. So, what do you want to do? Um, uh, so reason reason for barefootedness for this match? Well, it's the rules. It's the rules. Yeah. Now I will say, okay, so Corp doesn't have guy who's just barefoot constantly energy. JC Bailey has barefoot energy. He's so he he he, he mostly wears ch- flip flops. I could see, or like Adidas, yeah. he wears Adidas slides, but not with socks. You know? No, no. Yeah, he's a yeah. JC is a barefooted kind of guy for sure. He has sort of a he's got sort of like a, a barefooted kind of face to him for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's got a barefooted dirtiness. He already looks like hell too. Like man, I don't know. I we talk, I said this about Pagano on the fucking uh, year end show about yeah. being able to look at a guy and like oh I, that's the face of the opioid crisis, but like like that's the literal face. Like yes, boy. I, I, it's so hard. I, I think that's why we've never really covered him much, J.C. Bailey, because I get depressed when I fucking look at him. Um, yeah. 
He's good. Like he's he he fucking so good. He, he's fucking he, great. He's athletic. He he's clean. Bad here because he. I mean, whatever the hell happened in that first match, he got his fucking ass beat. Yeah, he's he, he faced two tough Tonys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the the stiff was there, but yeah, he looks like hell coming out. Um, he's he he's like already bloody. It's always tough to look at him though, but he's bloody from the previous he's got round a and barefoot. Rip the ass of his of his. Yeah, he uh, looks like hell. Cargo shorts. He looks like fucking hell. Um. I don't know. Corp comes out with socks on, but he took some, he takes them off because he's also respects the rules. Respects uh, the rules. Yeah, that's why that's why they're barefooted. We're covering why each person is barefooted, and I like that this is just because that's the rules. Um, JC makes the first mistake as he tries to stomp Corp's head into the tax, but of course, Corporal Robinson moves. JC takes the tax into the feet, um, and then Corp, he like I think he bumps, and then Corp just like grabs his foot and starts punching the bottom. Yes. Of- <laughs> punching the bottom of jc's foot um and jc's like fuck goddamn corpse stop it (laughs) reminiscent of uh fukumoto versus mad dog we love sure just go after the foot (laughs) itself yeah that's so fun i think mad dog probably watched this match (laughs) i bet australian mad dog probably like was a big fan of masters of pain one i've that actually makes sense to me (laughs) yes that's this is the first time you ever saw uh, Jun Kasai was on Masters of Fame 2006, and then set, like 11 years later, he got to be Mad Dog. Mad Dog invades Japan. Well, oh, I'm gonna work with that man one day. <laughs> hey, you're right, bloody cunt. Um, no, I I I like the uh, I like JC just being immediately like, well, I'm gonna go for a stop. <laughs> Yes. It's so stupid. This, it's so stupid. This match is You get a up. lot of good in-ring banter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, because both, because especially They're because boys. Corp. Corp is so, such a, like, such a, like, regular dude. He's a casual, he is a casual man in a non-casual world, for sure. It's, he is a cool guy. Yeah. He's just, try, a, uh, I, he's the, a chill the bloke. Fun, the funniest one I always laugh at. I've been laughing at it since I, I rewatched it. He goes for a uh, leg drop onto uh, a prone uh, fa- uh, face down JC Bailey into the foam tax. JC gets out of the way and yell, and he lands uh, ass uh, leg first. And he yells, "That was fucking stupid." Yeah, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it gets a good pop. <laughs> just, like, they, it gets nuts. a good pop from the the idiots there. Yeah, they love this shit. Like they're <laughs> so everybody's funny. in on the joke together. Like everybody loves it. Um. But Corp takes the the atomic foot drop, which yeah. is a, it's a that's a barefoot only move, obviously, where you you like, <laughs> you do an atomic drop, but you just drop their feet into a pit of of broken things or thumbtacks, sharp shit. Yes, um, which is a, I love how many specifically only barefoot deathmatch spots exist. Like they, there's you see them in every one of these matches. <laughs> They're like the you could just it's just it's just bingo I, you know this is what my hat on my my 2006 barefoot spot bingo card like I I think that every one of these matches is basically identical to each other the only thing that changes is like the level of charm and in the individuals performing it yeah in which case this in, in in the case of this it's corp <clears throat> excuse me I, I've got a cold and I'm hungover and I think I got a cold I re- we finished the show last week and I stood up and I went upstairs and I'm like oh I think I have a cold and now I still have that cold <laughs> <laughs> it happens yeah <clears throat> excuse me um, so JC's tearing the tacks out of Corpse feet which looks like hell 
Uh, especially like he he does it like between there's like between the toes. Yeah, like it's it's we get some good close up action. This is on IWTV. People should watch this for sure. Yes. It's very fun. People should watch this whole show. I didn't, but I could tell from this and the the replays from the match before. Masters of Pain 2006, which I think I've probably seen, I just don't remember at all. It seems like a good show. Can't say for sure. Yeah. <laughs> IWTV. But, you know, chances are. Use offer code GROSS. I don't know. They should, we, we should do that. We should have that. We should be sponsored. Hit my line, Dylan. Hit my line. Yeah. Either DM me or hit my line. Um, I'm trying to trying to get a sponsorship. Um, so, yeah, the, the leg drop is very funny. Uh, JC goes up and grabs one of the pairs of shoes, but he can't untie them. And it, <laughs> like, they're tied together. So it's like, you know, it's the, where you throw it over the telephone wire, right? Uh, yes. That's the idea here. We got a here. little bit of uh, the commentary for this match. It's not very good. I didn't really hear a single bit of it, if, I, <laughs> I, I if I'm being honest. Att- I was trying to not pay attention because it was just it was just low it was too low rent and you're like well, also you could yeah. just listen to the guys in the ring they're they're so vocal they're, they're so much fun more fun yeah oh yeah i love I, I, just, I love a match where the guys commentate their own match yeah <laughs> that's a good that's a good good concept that somebody should actually do i'm sorry go ahead. <laughs> tell me about tell me about so they they try to explain it's like, what is that what is that you know do you know what it means uh when you go to the ghetto and there's uh shoes hat just hanging like that and it's like what does it I, mean and it's, it's like well that means it's gang territory and uh it usually means and i have no idea what the guy says that someone was iced is that there, true I think. is that no it's not people just fucking throw shoes up i mean if it's anything yeah. it's like that's like a, a spot to get drugs but that, no not even true it's just no it never said you know how you indicate that uh somewhere is a spot to get drugs Someone's there selling drugs. <laughs> Why do you need shoes when there's a fucking man semi-conspicuously standing at the corner? Yeah, yeah, no. Ghetto fight. They should have put a guy in the corner selling drugs in this match. <laughs> what if there was a... You know they had the drunken death match? Well, what if JC yeah. and Corf both just shot up heroin in the ring right before? They did this... They What, uh, Crane and uh, Schlack snorted coke off of mirror do you think it was a shoot have we ever talked about that that seemed that could have been real right that could have been real i don't think it was but yeah i feel like they probably i feel like brett like looked it up on the internet and he was like no it looks like you probably can't do that (laughs) he looked it up on the internet yeah (laughs) like the night before and they're like all right fine um anyways they he he can't get the shoes on he can't get the shoes untied (laughs) He can't do anything uh, with the shoes. JC is too fucked up to do a goddamn thing. Um, Corp comes in with like a handful of tacks and shoves them in his mouth. <laughs> it's this is some really depraved shit. Like these guys are both like on that level of I, I don't know. Corpse Corpse fine. Corpse alive at least. He looks fat as shit. You see him at the. Uh, Insane uh, eight. Insane eight. Oh yeah, yeah, he was like a tub B, but that's cool. Yeah, he he looked healthy, kind of. I guess like he looked fine. He looked Uh, looked healthy for uh, an an ex death match. Yeah, healthy for Corp. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. He didn't didn't need a walker, you know. Yeah, he had like a massive stroke or something. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I never considered. I guess a lot of those guys do have those, though. (laughs) I guess we're due for for Masada's probably coming up pretty soon. Um. Yeah, JC still can't put his shoes on. I don't know. They both try to 
they both try to climb the ladder to get the second pair of shoes and the commentator says uh, i don't think if i don't know if the ladder's strong enough for this and then wouldn't you know it the ladder just completely crumbles and both guys fall like it's not oh no <laughs> yeah it was not good um JC still not putting on his shoes, and then he yells out. This is the funniest part of this match. Yeah. He yells out, top rope double stomp. Yeah. <laughs> he literally says, top rope double stomp. Isn't that what he said? Yes. It's so fucking funny. He says it really loud, goes up, misses a double stomp. Where does he land? Whoops, a bunch of thumbtacks. <laughs> Kicks ass, though. <laughs> it was a bad idea to call his shot like that at the same time. It gotta respect it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's a. He's a polarizing figure. Uh, like, or not? He's not. He's not. Pol- he's a. He's a. He's a. He's a mixed. Uh, like you get, you get a little good, a little bad. You have to like sort of take it all from JC. You know, you, yeah, a box of chocolates. He's a fucking. Bo- yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you. Perfect. Um, Corp gets his shoes down. He puts them on, and then he tunes up the band. <laughs> I was dying. He's he does the Shawn Michaels fucking sweet chin music tuning up the band. And yes. I, I was losing my mind. Then he misses a super kick and then JC who's still barefooted around the walking around the tack filled ring for some reason hits Corp with his own finish. He hits him with the boot camp into the tack. Uh, Corp grabs him for it and then he reverses it. He hits a mule kick on him. On okay. Corp. He gets him the between the goalposts uh, up uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Right. The, the announce again. Announcers don't call it. They just, they don't don't see shit. They're fucking stupid. And then he hits uh, Corp with uh, the boot camp. Uh, yeah. Cobra Clutch, Russian leg sweep. Always a cool move. Very yeah, it's, cool. It's a good move. We, uh, we saw Scott Hall take. We that saw Scott Hall. Attack. Yeah, we saw Scott Hall take that in attacks. I was just about to say that. Um, yeah, weird, weird. Uh, yeah, this match is uh, really too insane freaks. Like, it's really <laughs> stupid. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's the best it's funny. kind of tournament death match. It's if a real. This is playing. a good semifinal because it's comedy. It's like low stakes, and like now the guys to really destroy themselves before the final. Like, I yeah, think it's a good semifinal uh, uh, step. I think that makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. You uh, want something that'll make uh that'll like make the uh, combatants well, a little like more uh toughened up and shit but yeah. you know but see on the other hand june kasai in his semifinal match did a balcony dive through electrified light tubes so who who's to say what's the right way to do things <laughs> tournaments yeah. are hard to book they're hard to book that's why most of them are like oh yeah it had a little bit of good stuff on it but it, it, it didn't live up to you know the the sum of the parts or whatever like very few tournaments are actually good tournaments i don't know that this is a good yeah. one. We should watch it sometime. Double Death. We should watch that too. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't have the date uh, written down for this next one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you. Uh, this is April 29th, uh, 1991, from Cork and Hall. Cork and Cage match. I don't think that that doesn't seem that completely accurate. Didn't look like Corkin to me. Yeah, I don't think that was Corkin. I don't know. I don't. It this doesn't a matter. Enough but... show that it could have been Sumo Hall, but who? It who did could look. Say? It did look big. It did look like Sumo Hall. That's what I thought. Weird. Okay. So yeah. t- what's the match? Sorry. <laughs> it is Bull Nakano, our barefooted representative, versus Monster Ripper. 
Now, who is Monster Ripper for those uh, uninitiated? Uh, that is. I want to say. Her. I just want to say. First of all, I she cut her promo, and I was like, "Oh, she's American." I didn't realize, and then I was like, "Wait, that's Bertha Faye." <laughs> it's Bertha fucking Faye, Rhonda Singh, technically Canadian, but still. Okay, okay, North American accent. Um, yes, I, I want to say the pre-match graphic and and music, uh, the WWWA logo. Uh, says yes. victory through guts, and <laughs> and the music feels like uh, some '70s shit, like the you know, like uh, the Enoki music. Sure, yes. <laughs> you know, and uh, this is for the WWWA World uh, Championship, Big Red. Okay, now what is the? Is this a title that's important? It, it, it's car- the it carries title on there. It carry yeah. and it carries on pat like into other promotions later on, doesn't it? Uh, nah, just the legacy, because that's, like, okay. the stardom number one belt is, uh, the Red Ladder. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, I knew there was something. It there. just, it's, it's recognized as, like, the top women's title of all time, basically. Yeah, um, no, Bertha Faye, I, I, so I've really, I've never really seen her work outside of her, like, horrible WWF shit, um, which wasn't even that bad, to be honest. It's just clearly played for laughs, but she looked good there, um. She 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 physically looks awesome here. Her paint Absolutely. is great. I don't know. I I I wrote down some misogynistic stuff about her body, but she looks good. Like I don't know. I I I thought like it's a this is a very thighs match. I'm gonna say that, and we don't have Tara here, so I'm not gonna talk about the thighs too much. No, we know <clears throat> we know where we stand on uh one Ms. Kiko uh Bolt Nakano. Yeah. Hell, hell of a woman. Hell yeah, woman. incredible, incredible body. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful, beautiful woman. Um, we, 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 but here's the thing: is we're talking about feet this time. We're not talking about nobody's thighs, and that's the thing: is we don't see Rhonda Singh's feet, so we can't really talk about her feet now, can we? No, but we uh, old <laughs> feet. Yes. Now this is a thing that you don't necessarily even think about too much. But Bonacano basically wrestled her entire career barefoot. And yeah, sure. that's now with shit. With, now with kick pads on. Yeah, so it's that not like. It counts though. Yeah, that it is absolutely counts. bare foot. The 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 part of the foot that's bare is the it's the sole. It's the fucking the your bottom of your foot hitting the floor. It's the that, part that hits. The, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. No, I, I I make no distinctions there. That's just a, that's a bare foot. You know, it's not it's absolutely. not a bare foot, but it's a, it's it's bare. Yeah, it it counts. Um, I mean. Look, <laughs> we're gonna talk about like what's a barefoot. The amount of like calluses on the bottom of uh, Haystack's feet, you know, living the way he lived all those years on the farm, he probably didn't feel a single goddamn thing on the bottom of his feet. He, those no. might as well be shoes, but they're his feet. Is the thing. So yeah, yeah, we're not gonna make. We're not gonna say, oh, fucking kick pads aren't. We just stop that argument right there. So if you stop telling me what barefoot is. Who's doing the exactly. podcast about it? You know, that's what I'm, you know, I know people are going to come in the comments and have some fucking opinions about this. And I'm just ready to pre- I'm prepared. We're shutting it down. It's Shut it down. No, not, I have no fucking, there's no place for that here. Get um, out. Yeah, yeah. You know, call my fucking lawyer if you want to. Uh, anyways. Traffic. <laughs> Bull looks psychotic uh, with the half, half her face is painted with the veins, uh, the tall blue hair. She's got her classic look. She, her music sounds like she's like about to be introduced as like the central villain in a in, like a Gundam series or something. She's like yeah. a she's a badass. She's the she's the babyface here, of course, um, but she's got a real scary vibe, a uh, real ominous sort of vibe as she comes out. Um, and she, she, a ton of streamers get thrown out, and then the first spot is Ripper takes over and wraps Bull's neck in a bunch of streamers and chokes her. And it's like thrown around by the streamers. I've never seen that before. 
Yeah, it's fucking. It's a really cool spot. It's uh, it just it immediately establishes like the bull is uh, up for fucking challenge that she is barely basically ever faced. I mean, she's bull Nakano. She even Aja. Is this ninety? Not nineteen ninety. This is ninety one. Okay, so she's so she's pretty Asia, established. Like, was lower on her than Tonopole. Like this is a fucking beast. So how this how is... big of a deal is Monster Ripper? Is she is she, she like was a pretty over uh, Gaijin? Yeah. How long like, she... how long was she around before this? I would say like a year. Okay, so she wasn't like an eighties person though. Okay, so I don't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she had runs. I think okay. she, I would need to look that up though. Right now, did she ever I, work? In fact, what she did. Did, did she get... work uh, like WWF at all? Like in like the years where it was like uh, like I don't know, like Sherry was the cha- like the the champion, or like, did she ever wrestle like Judy Martin or whatever? Is that name Judy mostly, Martin? That was mostly her uh, era in up working Stampede and stuff. Oh, of course, of course. So she okay, I knew this. I knew this. That's where the Singh name comes from, comes from, right? Because she was part yeah. of the the uh, Karachi Vice stable or whatever. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that, that okay, would make she, sense. Yeah, she had a couple of, uh, did some stuff in all Japan in uh, the 80s. She was part, uh, okay. she was uh, part of uh, Bull and Dumps. Sort Dumps, of yeah, extent. that makes sense. I think I knew that. I think I had that somewhere in my And that's brain. kind of why it's like, oh, it's a big deal. Oh, okay. Not to Tarantino, but when she comes back. Well, so Bull is now a baby face. Bull, Bull yeah. has turned into a major hero at this point. Um and, and there's some like there's some there's a uh, later in the year there's a very strange match that I've never been able to explain they uh, a steel cage Texas Death and and singles match inside featuring Bull and Monster Ripper teaming against Azure and Bison Kimura and I saw that on combined, YouTube yeah if you can find look at the combined uh, runtime of these two matches on a uh, cage match it's a 78 minute match that's not that's yeah. not true. I don't know what the... I've never understood how to explain that. Some of the uh, match times for uh, All Japan women just seem insane. Uh, when look, when you look at Cage Match, it's like, oh yeah, that's because it's not true. Because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Striga. Striga. Oh, do you have to call bitch. Germany and tell them that their run times and random Joshi matches are, <laughs> are wrong? I th- I'd say that's worth a long distance call. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know. 10 10 3 two, 1 call up Striga. Um... I just think Joe Biden should be paying for that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Relations. I want my fourteen hundred. Uh, let's do. We're gonna do fifteen dollar minimum wage by I don't know twenty twenty six is what we're I guess hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to let me call Germany so I can get Strigger on the phone any hour of the day without paying a Strigger fucking dime. Strigger, my man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? You're a bitch. And I just hang up because I forget what I was trying to call them about. Oh, Here's the thing: he doesn't have to pay any. Funny. He he makes he he lives in a perfect world over there. <laughs> Their government is perfect. Um. Okay. Streamers she chokes her with the streamers, throws her around. Uh. So they get outside of the ring, and this is like you got to establish this now because it comes into play again later. Uh, Monster Ripper like grabs a section of chairs, like four yes. chairs that are like bolted together or strapped together. Um, and so it's like four chairs that are all open, but you pick up a whole like half row of them and she throws them in Bull's face. And then uh, and Bull, Bull, get, Bull blades off of this like pretty, yeah. pretty quick. Um, Ripper gets in and taunts her and fucking looks badass, has heat, like fucking crazy heat. Um, like I knew Ronda Singh was a real wrestler and like respected. And then also that it was like a fucked up thing, whatever Vince decided to do with her. 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, I knew that sort of. I, I, I've heard that before, but like, goddamn, I didn't know like this is what she was doing. Um, like it was. It's such an affront to like think about. Like it's so offensive. <laughs> it's also just like what a waste of an asset. Yeah, she from that perspective, like that's a like you 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 develop you, like you develop some people to fucking uh, come after this woman and like fucking take that shit from her. Yeah, you, you make a star. Yeah, that was not making any stars. They could have fucking had her run through the division for like you know bring in fucking uh, Chaparita or whatever you know. Um, and have her just destroy everybody, you know, for a year. And then, yeah, then you bring back Alundra Blaze, who's been mysteriously missing. And now she's back with a, a different nose and larger breasts. <laughs> and she wins the title at SummerSlam. And that's how you do a program. That's how you fucking push a, a, a title and a division. Um, <clears throat> so Ripper is crazy. Uh, Bull is also crazy. But Bull is like comes in bleeding, and uh, Ripper just bashes her face and slams her into chairs, just manhandling her, um, like a like a pretty long control section. She's like choking her with the legs of the chairs, um, or the frame of the chair rather. Yeah, hit some big big suplexes. Like Ripper is like immense. She is she is a force. It's it's like I was really impressed. And I and again, uh, yeah, absolutely, I knew this existed. I had always heard this. That she was good and that she was wasted in WWF. But I didn't know that what she was doing was like, I don't know, like Stan Hansen shit, kind of. Like, she, yeah. she's kind of a little little more, like, somewhere between Hansen and what people think Brody's like. But Brody's actually boring. Like, yes, you know, bru- Bruiser Brody. Not it's, She's kind of got a, bro- a Brody Lee vibe. I'll say that. You know, yes. Ronda Singh. It's kind of that sort of thing. Um and she's a good mover. She she is kind of uh, like and it, but like this is kind of it reminds me of sort of watching like like an Akabono singles versus like That's some, like a big fucker. She's in, not big enough to really. I mean, uh, she, but she does kind of. I mean, Akabono like, always like moved pretty like well. Like Akabono versus like a Suwama, someone who's like a yeah also a heavyweight. Pretty, like you would yeah. be like, oh shit, that's a big fucker. Except if oh, I love it. I love it. Against... Akabono versus one of the big him or like him versus Taiokea or whatever. I love that. Yeah, shit. give me that shit. I miss. I miss 2011, All Japan. No, I'm, nobody else cares about that fucking era except for me. I love that shit. No, that shit's good. I, I remember when when Sonata was like, then we're gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Oops. fuck <laughs> uh, Muto cut his balls out in Russell 1 but he was right yeah no I know of course he was he right should, he just shouldn't have cut, uh, cut his balls off so many times trust Muto trust, believe women and trust Muto um, no I, I, I think that Bull is kind of the perfect person to to wrestle uh, this sort of uphill battle though because she's also she's got some size to her obviously but she never feels like she is anywhere near matching Monster Ripper's size no but she you know she hits she she gets these long sequences of offense with uh, just like she's like has there's lots of chair shots um, they end up outside and Bull grabs the same like sort of f- section of four chairs and they have like a dueling spot where they each have four chairs that are bolted together yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't remember exactly what happened there but somehow uh, Monster Ripper comes in busted up as uh, busted open as well so we got both yes. women uh, hell yeah both women are bleeding 
Um, um, Bolt's constantly trying to like run at Monster Ripper, you know, but it's just like it's just not happening. But she does get like a nice lariat uh, eventually, especially after mm-hmm. uh, like she needs to catch Ripper before like Ripper can build momentum back up. Well, like, she's she always trying. Get... She she yeah. she like she's a she's like a forward like um like actor in in trying to control the match. Yeah. Even though this is a match where she takes maybe thirty five or forty percent of the offense and gives up the rest. She she never feels like she's like she always feels like she's fighting from underneath, but she feels like she she's never she's always got a clear plan of attack, and I think that's the thing about Bolnakano that makes her very very interesting to watch because she I've never looked at her and thought she doesn't know what she's going to do next. She always knows what she's going to do next. She's very calculated. She's determined. Um, yeah, she's great. She's so good. I I th- she has been my. Uh, of so of the year before um the our first year of doing the show it was uh um fuck i can't the she <laughs> uh short hair kandori shinobi kandori um was the was the breakout star for me um of people i had never really watched and then th- this past year it was bull nakano and she's just really incredible in in this and every time i see her um at one point it looked like she was going for a cattle mutilation Did absolutely you, you know yeah. you saw that is, is that a move that she does is that a is that a move that goes she, back? I don't know if she was going for the full bridging version, but she definitely had the uh, like the the hold on, and it, but it was just like there was just no way to that she was going to be able to get it on uh, to uh, yeah, Ripper. Just thick so arms, big. big shoulders, yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. No, I... someone throws uh, bold nunchucks. The, um, we get a fucking... the nunchucks are so good. <laughs> and she, we even get her fucking. Doing some moves with it, and then like Ripper fucking rushes her in the corner. Yeah, it gets control <laughs> again. Said, I think she and then bites they her. Hop and... up on the fucking uh, on the bottom rope, which is a very nice little visual. Right. Like, oh sure. fuck, that didn't work. There's a there's there's a part where like Ripper like bites her and spits her blood in the air. Like, you oh know. yeah, it's just a fucking mist. It's great. She tries for a big, uh, um, uh, splash off the second and misses. Bull comes back with a. Uh, with a, the top rope leg drop, like the, you know, there's a there's a ton. This is, there's big spots in this match. This is like a big. This is like a full main event style match where they have the brawling outside, they have the build up in the middle, and they hit big moves in the in the last little bit. Um, it's a this is like a this feels like a big match to me. Um, I guess it's a title match, so I guess it makes sense. Uh, Bull it earns hits the, that. It earns that. The leg drop is good. I love that t- the Yokohama jam. I really like that. Um, <laughs> and, and so. There's this insane comeback towards the end that kind of like I think leads maybe right into the finish. Um, there's like beautiful lighting in the scene. This whole this whole thing is aesthetically very, very entertaining and very. Uh, I don't know. It's it's you know it's, it's I, I wish I could be more eloquent here, but there's a vibe to, to yes. this whole thing. Um, and their hair is so beautiful, and the afro on monster ripper and bull's hair is all the way down now you know it's the, all the gel all the glue is faded and her hair is just long blue hair instead of tall blue hair yeah. um and she goes for a german um and then just you know <laughs> ronda singh just sits her her pog ass on her <laughs> just <laughs> smushes yeah. her um and then bull manages to bridge hard on like a backdrop suplex pretty soon after that bridge her over to like a nice backdrop suplex uh big near falls Monster Ripper hits a power bomb. Um, she goes for this little senton. The finish here is very funny. So she goes for this little senton and misses, and then Bull's up, Bull goes up and hits the the flipping leg drop. Yeah, which is such a. <clears throat> I always thought this was like one of the hardest 
moves to to do right. Booker would always kind of fuck it up. The Harlem Hangover. Yeah. The Hiroshima Hangover. How's that? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's no Yokohama Jam. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems like a move that's so hard to execute. And with you know, when we're talking the thighs of Bull Nakano, you could kill somebody with those fucking things. So. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, awesome. Awesome. It's great. It's awesome. Fucking, it's a really kick-ass match. It's like very underappreciated. I think uh, it somehow it shouldn't be. It's just like no, this is a match that you should see, and you'd be like, oh hell yeah, this is a this is just this is a you know not every you know we're uh, from school it's like not everything needs to be an epic but this is like a fucking it's a it's a true fucking uh, kong king kong godzilla fight yeah that's what you love what's well, classically built too i think i think each, yeah. each segment of the match makes sense and and it's not it's not like like that that tag that like it was a uh, bull and bison versus aja and somebody forget who it was uh Azure and bison versus bull and grizzly Iwamoto. bull and grizzly Iwamoto, right um like that match has no traditional structure <laughs> that's a chaotic match the, yeah. the the cage match between aja and bull also doesn't really have a traditional structure but this feels like a regular match that just is super well executed um it's a regular match that's got a lot of heat and some great brawling and double juice but it's a pretty normal sort of structure to this and pretty normal yeah. format in the in the david versus goliath sort of thing um should find a gender neutral version for David versus Goliath. Should figure that out, and we should like write a book about it and make fucking millions. Um, I don't know. I I love, I I, I love fool. <laughs> Every time well, I'm just a fucking icon for a reason. I'm Not infatuated. She's cool looking, she's fucking great, and she's also just she's just she's just a spectacle. She's just like she, you know, she can. There's a reason she was got that fucking famous. Yeah, like it's it's obvious. This is not some fucking like really thing with her for one second. Yeah, she she lives she lives inside my heart. Every time I see her, I hear uh, "True" by Spandau Ballet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, main event time. Even though this, I, I'm going to say this doesn't deserve it after everything. I like this match quite a bit, but it's not. But it's it's Necro Butcher versus Supreme uh, from XPW from May twenty fourth, two thousand eight. Um, uh, the XPW reunion show, A Cold Day in Hell. Yeah, like so... Huntington Beach, California. Did this last... Did this reunion last past a single night? Or... No. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, there's lots of props around. Um, you can never... The thing you could never say about XPW is that they lacked a budget. Because they always had yeah. stuff. They always went out and... Uh, you know the thing about XPW? You watch that like 2001 era XPW. And you can notice... They've got a lot more barbed wire on their barbed wire boards because they're they've got porno money and they're using that to buy barbed wire, <laughs> presumably. Um, it's it's a it, I I was always fascinated by what I perceived to be like a company that had all of the all of the tools, all of like the production values, and just no idea how to use it. No, 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 no idea. Like production level, but also booking and talent and. What? We've this is our first XPW match, right? Yes, and it's and barely it's an after XPW. XPW died. Yeah, it's barely it's it's not. I mean, it's Supreme. Supreme is sort of the guy. Supreme and the Messiah. And of course, the Messiah famously left and then had his thumb chopped off. Did that happen? Yes. Was that was that really Rob Zakari? 
There's no way it fucking wasn't. I just yeah. don't buy any evidence. Unless, unless Messiah just cut it off himself, which is not impossible. That would but, be cool. Like, cut it off himself like he was chopping garlic like a fucking idiot. Or sure. Well, when he was in prison, they sliced it real thin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I always thought that story was really funny, and I never really questioned it too much, except for every time I heard it and was just like, well, who cares, you know? But I, it's not <clears throat> like it seems out of the realm for Rob fucking Black to do. Yeah, now that's it. He's in he's in prison. He was was he on Trump's pardon list? I forget. Um, he she, <laughs> I I don't want to say he should have been, but he should have been. <laughs> he should have been. Yeah. People are like, who is this Rob? Who, who is Rob? Uh, Zah- what's what's the what's the uh, Rob Bahar? Rob? Uh, what? what who's, yeah, pardon Rob, Rob Bahari. <laughs> Trump, 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 pardon Rob Viper um, for crimes he committed. That he's Canadian citizen. Well, Trump found a way, man. Well, and they're also crimes he committed in Tijuana. So, really, who knows? Oh God. Uh, that's if if we were recording this podcast in a different country, we could be sued for that. Uh, but here we just say parody satire. Parody. It's uh, uh, <laughs> Rob Viper's not a real person. He's a mole rat, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, all right. So the XPW commentator guy, Larry Rivera. Larry yeah. Rivera. I, it's such a. It's so this is the only match that Emily had slept for like three hours. She woke up and watched this. It's <laughs> the only one she watched, and she, <clears throat> she was like is that voice for real? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I really don't know. Is the voice for real? Is that what anyone talks like? No, but here's the thing. Is it, it how much of a put on is it is the important thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's based in something. Guy? I don't know. It's I not, I've seen him. I've seen Larry Rivera on the beginning of like a DVD or something. He is definitely a, a, uh, a, a brown man a fucking you know hispanic or you know i i would assume mexican or somewhere central american because it's southern california yeah. um and it he does not appear to be a white man to me so i don't know i but i also don't think that anybody talks like that um, no, no. So... No, he was encouraged yeah by, uh one mr rob black yeah 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 of course i mean maybe he had this character already you know who knows <laughs> um it's very funny and really not funny at all but also quite funny um so there's a guy named jr benson that is here with necro and he cuts a promo and says that he likes to grab people by the balls and he says that necro is the jesus christ and savior of blood gore and violence like oh, okay dude like I, I i i do you know who this guy is jr benson i i I don't really remember this guy at all. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I think yeah, he was either. definitely like an, a, like somehow in with XPW uh, yeah. in its original incarnation. But I don't fucking remember this guy. Like, yeah, I don't know no. why. Maybe, I mean, maybe he's just not that memorable. Maybe maybe he's like five dollars on cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So whatever, dude. Okay. Uh, I, the guy cutting a promo for the Necro Butcher, which is very strange. Like clearly they don't understand what they're doing. Um, they under uh, they understand that this is a cool match to book. I actually think this is I think this match is really fun. Good. Um, it is really good. I, it, it just I, it just I I think it's a sort of a dip, but it's it is really good. Yeah, of course. And I, I well I feel like I put the we put this like at the end because you know it's just it there's has nowhere the, else to put it. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's a big-ass epic death And we gotta match. do it. We're it doing is... Barefoot as legal. We gotta do Necro. Necro's reason for Necro. not wearing shoes? 
I don't know. Yes. He like forgot him today or something. <laughs> just forgot uh, to put him on. Mostly just didn't wear shoes. And uh, yeah. I mean, at some point, he just like stopped wearing shoes. Basically, once he took I, the corpse paint off, and he, he kept forgetting to bring them. And that was the thing: is he 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 kept getting there, and he like he borrowed oh, shoes yeah. a couple times, and we'd just be like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't know." And then one night, nobody would like lend him shoes, and he was like, "Actually, this is not bad." Um, <laughs> you know, like, I don't Emperor know. Whips ass. Yeah. That's like, he would, he's, he wasn't, he didn't, he, he was foot pilled by just realizing that he liked to wear no shoes. It wasn't like a political statement for him. Not at first at least. And then it became his entire thing, you know, um, make America foot again. Uh, <laughs> not wear shoes. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's necro. That's why. Yeah. It's yeah. He, he, he has transcended the, uh, the need. <laughs> Uh, spiritually speaking, uh, Supreme is so good and so underused over the ass. years. Absolutely, he, he just stayed in California, right? He just never. Yeah. he didn't. He didn't like to leave California. No, um, no. He should have moved he to Japan a, or something. Like, dude, yeah, fucking... he works like one GCW show in like 2017. I can. I know. Some I, goddamn. I look. I was really weird. Like a, a few weeks ago, before we picked this match, I was actually looking at his cage match. I was on the phone with Striga, and he was telling me all the matches that Supreme had. And I, I don't know. It was like, yeah one gcw show in 2017 and then there was like some i think he wrestled like uh like a like a detroit area like uh what's it called horror slam or whatever i think he wrestled for them in like 2016 like just random bookings but hardly ever left california and in california he would only work three times a year yeah and it's just a shame uh, he worked twice for uh iwa east coast Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh 2009 yeah uh, one weekend where he just worked it was masters of pain and they had a uh, show the night before yeah i saw that uh, one yeah and it's just like yeah this but this guy i mean he worked fip in 2004 i don't remember this that was... <laughs> that's hilarious yeah that's yeah. so funny that's so fip yeah he's a good guy like ser- seriously no ser- him and him and fip like look at necro in ring of honor you know, like yeah. Supreme could have killed it in a in a ring of honor, sort of just being the <clears throat> him, him, him and homicide or whatever. You know, like I would I would I we missed a lot of good stuff with Supreme. I, th- I think he was just so oh. underused um, and he, and he died it's... last year as well. Yes, and and it's God. like very easy just to make this compare. But it's like you see him and you're like, no, and it's not just because he's a big uh a pasty uh he's a big fat pasty bald man with red beard but it's like no this is the this is the fucking southern california Tremont. he really fucking is is he as good as Tremont? i mean well nobody who the fuck is as good as Tremont? i don't he know gets close yeah i mean i, I think i he think it's close here like I, I bet there's um a messiah versus supreme match from some random xpw show that would blow us the fuck away and we just That's, don't yeah. we don't know which show it is we don't know where to or, find it like, like him versus uh fucking joey chaos yeah yeah no i mean xpw had guys like i like uh homeless jimmy's incredible like homeless jimmy homeless jimmy's awesome I enjoy. I like the Supreme Alter Boy Luke feud. That's Alter Boy Luke is one of the weirdest careers of all. Oh, absolutely. The guy who he moved to Louisiana, right? And then, or yeah. maybe he grew up there and moved back. But he, 
he got trained in the porno fed and wrestled in fucking wild side and you know went all over wrestled for every single promotion that there was like seriously it's had like a now like a 20 year relationship with uh fucking damien 666 where he just like if he just wants to go work for the crash or whatever he, yeah he can, yeah, he, he can. yeah they'll just they'll fly him out to mexico yeah and then he he rents his ring out to people when they come to fucking new orleans and so he ended up like being the license the main license guy for all of like the WrestleCon. Yeah. He was their license for all of WrestleCon yeah, TNA. shows. The the TNA slash Lucha Underground show took place in his ring. Like it's it's fucking hilarious. Um hilarious. Fucking uh fucking Rev Pro had to like they, that was a well that was a Luke Hawks, Alter Boy Luke. There was a Rev Pro show at that that was that's a that was a weird time. Um it's all yeah. over now. We just have twenty four hour live streams. <laughs> in an empty arena i'm looking forward to that i'm gonna i'm gonna have i'm gonna have fun watching that <clears throat> just throwing it on and having it on all day um i i i i sent them an email asking about sponsorship prices and i was pretty shocked how much they were asking um <laughs> I, I, I you know i wouldn't actually probably do that but i i was pretty shocked um man anyways any other xpw guys you want to name right quick uh uh Angel, sorry. <laughs> Angel was uh, Angel's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Vic Grimes. Vic Grimes. Vic, yeah. Vic Grimes is underappreciated as an actual wrestler because he's just famous for the new jack shit. But yeah. oh well. No, yeah, and you know they bring in other like Vic Grimes is an APW guy, right? They had other guys from APW, and you know, and the you know Rev I believe Pro. Uh, Super Dragon Super had a story about uh, how he was not uh, booked after his tryout because. He uh, showed the everybody up too much. Yeah, him and Excalibur were too good. Wood. Yeah, him, Excalibur, Taro, and like Disco Machine had a tag, and they were told uh, that they did too much. So, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, Zandig never told him that. He just brought him back every month, and then eventually, fucking Super Dragon like lived out there for a while. Like, yeah, you, that's just not knowing what you have. That's not no. being able to like fucking yeah make Super Dragon put Super Dragon in there with Messiah. They have a fucking great match. I'm sure. I'm sure that it, that could exist in 2002, but it doesn't. And that's Dragon and all Excalibur of versus fucking uh, Sovereign Comfort, Smolders and Hamrick. Sure. So that yeah. So XPW. Mm. I don't know. We could we could. I would like to watch like the, one of their Philly shows, see some of their later stuff because it's it's very interesting. Um, but this match is good. Obviously, this match is very good. Supreme is the champ of the. Uh, the king of the death match that he's the king of the death matches champion for XPW. He's got the yes. Uh, what's the t- it's, is it just XPW king of the death matches title? Yes. That's I don't know. When, so when's the last time he defended that? Like 2002. <laughs> 2003, probably. Yeah. It's a nice belt. Looks like a, it's a pretty nice belt. Like the late 90s sort of ECW title, the big red letters, really dated fonts by 2007. But I like it when wrestling is stuck in like 1999. Um, is this, bring it back. Yeah, is 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 this Necro's XPW debut? It's got to be, right? Yes. I don't know. I kind of like XPW. <laughs> it's like it's such a mess. Um. So the match here, it's a it's a Noro barbed wire double hell, right? Yeah. Um, there's pits, there's tables, there's lots of stuff. Uh, first big, uh, first big spot. Supreme gets sort of shoulder checked off, off of one of the uh, open sides of the ring. Uh, into a board of mouse traps on the floor. Uh, now, how do you feel about the mouse traps as a weapon? It's uh, never come up on the show. They, they 
they fucking hurt if you get your hand stuck in one. But the problem is, is that it's really hard to get like to fall in a, pal- a pit of mouse traps and then just like come up with like, oh, I fucking got my hand stuck right. in this mouse trap. Like it just it it, it it's like. It's like the opposite of uh, carpet strips, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it hurts, like, or it doesn't. Hurt. Well, yeah, okay, I got you. So visually, what do you think? Do you think it does anything? I think visually, it pays off. Do you? Okay, well, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And and, and, and so, yes, the audio is always very good. Um, yeah, I I think I agree. I think I like the. And then you you pick up one of the mouse traps and you put it on the. You you just slap it on someone's finger, like the next yeah. spot, you know, which is like the best possible version of the dumbass like finger breaking spots. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, like or do it on somebody's tongue. You know, I've seen that a time or two. It's in the Jackass, the movie, um, one of my favorite films. Uh, so there's a Necro grabs a light tube and uh, Larry says uh, he's like Darth Vader with that uh, Darth Vader, I guess, um, which is incredible insight. They they are in Southern California, so there's kind of Hollywood stuff going on, you know. Um, he headbutts it into Supreme's head, breaks another over him, over him, and then takes a bite of the glass and spits it out. That's good. You love the yeah. You love to see the biting in the glass. Necro is a just truly once in a lifetime guy. Absolutely, oh for sure. Wait, what well, when you you forget though? Like it's just like such a known quantity. It's like oh yeah, Necro, he's the best. And then, like, you haven't watched one of his matches in six months, and you watch one of them. One of them you haven't seen before. And yeah. He just does little things. It's just like, man, this guy was, like, born to do this. Like, he is a he's an absolute utter mess and a wreck and would have nothing to offer any facet of society except here, where he does so much. He's just, he just <laughs> has so much presence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got, he's got a magnetic charisma to him. That is, if, what, what, like, what, what? Where else does he have this presence? Like, cook, like, uh, as, as a fucking short order cook. Yeah, I no, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what he could do. Like, he, he, you know, he could probably be a successful, uh, like, uh, car salesman, but he'd have to clean up, and you can't ask that? him to do that. <laughs> yeah, we can't ask him to do that. I don't know. Definitely can't be barefoot. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be kind of a deal breaker, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a table. With uh, the most ridiculous setup um, of, like, tubes and wire. It's just, like, a real mess with no structural integrity. Very un-Zandig. Um, but there's yeah. a lot of it. They, you, they clearly spent money on the the, the, set, on the tubes and the wire because it's dense. But then they didn't know how to do it. <laughs> no, it's, it's so not, stupid. The spectacle is lacking, but it's it's there. I will say the spectacle is there. It's yeah. Just... By, oh, yeah. uh, but it just it, it can't not be. It's it's too much shit to not be like over to be like. Well, this is pretty whelming. I feel <laughs> I don't feel overwhelmed. I feel, I feel whelmed. Sufficiently whelmed. I feel whelmed. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think Necro takes like an exploder uh, off the apron through it. It looks good when it explodes. You know, when the yeah when the shit blows up. Oh yeah, here's where Emily woke up and said Larry Larry Rivera was a white man, and I said no, he's Latino, and she said okay, well he's cheating. Cheech Marining, she said. Uh, um, so I guess that kind of that's kind of a good example of like a of a, a you know a, a Hispanic actor like really laying it on because he doesn't yeah, actually talk like but that. Larry Rivera doesn't tell us about all the kinds of pussy we can get. So <laughs> I like Cheech. He's great. he's great in The Lion King. I'll say that. Um, um, it says all right. So she she went back to sleep. She's snoring. Uh, but right before that, she said over the shoulder. 
<laughs> she was having a good time. Bit too slow. Um, Necro is like twisting Supreme's arm in the wire, and he's like biting it and shit. I don't know. It's really clear after fifty-one episodes of this show and like twenty years of watching this shit that he's just like a thoughtful guy. Just yeah. a, a man who like he wants to reach both the cheap seats as well as the illegal streamers at home. He's doing it for the close-ups and he's doing it for the faraways. He does so many things that matter, um, like biting a man's bloody arm wound. <laughs> He does big things too, though, as because he, he like Russian leg sweeps Supreme off the apron into a table with a bunch of tubes and shit. Which Russian leg sweep is probably the dumbest move to do off of any surface. But he got the better of it, so <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I always feel like there's like um there's like this mutual thing to you, you do the so it's like all right, who's gonna take this big bump? And I was like, well, we'll just do a Russian leg sweep, so we both take it, and then we can be bros afterwards. Like, I think there's something there. <laughs> Makes sense. I think no, no. I think it makes sense. It's like a you know mutually assured destruction. You can't fuck me up too bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh fuck! What is he? There's a barbed wire chair and Necro does a senton on it. Um, every back senton ever done is the best move ever done, no matter how good or bad or off of a thing or just standing in front of it. Back senton is the best move. Yeah. Um, Supreme gets back body dropped into a pit of poorly arranged light tubes. They're just like loose tubes in a really big pit. Yes, and he hits yes, like two exactly of them. He just hits the fucking spine of the t- the 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 frame of the uh, the pit. He just basically just lands on a two by four, and and like a couple of tubes happen to break. <laughs> um, yeah, just real shoddy workmanship. Like that's I've I've named three. That's why they lost the war. That's why they lost the war. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, the. Uh, the flame button down guy. What was his name? The guy wearing the J.R. Benson. J.R. Benson. Uh, he takes a bump into the wire. It's like the laziest bump I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, what what happens there? Do you remember exactly? He does a run in to try and uh, fuck with Supreme, and uh, like he, he just kind of like it's like an arm drag or like a hip toss. Okay, yeah, he kind of just throws him into yeah, real sloppy. And shit. then he just sort of like skids back out yeah well, i figure i mean if you're gonna do it you gotta do it i don't know but it does but if that does set up the best spot in the match and it's fucking phenomenal spot okay uh so so there's just been this bucket the bucket there. yeah okay but what the fuck is in this bucket who, who gives a shit well it turns out it's thumbtacks so of Necro's course coming at supreme with uh the chair wrapped in barbed wire and supreme just fucking slides like dumps the uh the bucket out at a low angle, like he's throwing out a spike strip, and Necro yeah, flips his foot, and he's fucked. Yeah, he, he has no idea this is coming, at least in kayfabe, and it looks phenomenal. It looks, it looks great. Great. It's not telegraphed at all. He really he grabs it's, the bucket, and yeah, he slides him out. Like yeah, a spike strip, totally. It's it's they ironically like the guy with the name, the nickname, the human horror film, and that is a perfect. That's actually like a straight up horror film spot. That's great. Sure. What's well, it's well it's Home Alone. It's some Home Alone shit yes. too. Yeah, it's great. Um, and yeah, the barefoot thumbtack spot. It's it's so good. Um, I we've seen that spot in other Necro matches, but it, it when it when it hits in this one, I mean, 
when that spot is done well, it's always great. Um, but in this one, I didn't see it coming at, at all. I didn't. I didn't notice the bucket. I didn't even. So you said you had seen the bucket. I hadn't seen. I hadn't paid any attention to the bucket. Well, the bucket is like not referenced at all. It's sure. not Like it's just there, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Like they're not constantly like, what's in the bucket? What's the bucket for? Oh, maybe bucket. Maybe Larry Rivera said something about it, but it was in such a oh, thick hey, accent hey. that you couldn't oh, tell. Hey, hey, well. <laughs> very good um so yeah he's he uh what happens after that he grabs supreme by the dick oh no yeah all right he hits him with the bucket he hits him with the bucket it's really good yeah and then stomps necro's feet into the tax yeah and supreme has shoes on which is an important thing to mention (laughs) because he's he can step on the tax all he wants right um yeah all right he grabs him by the dick that's all i got he grabs him right by the dick yeah and that's his that that cuts which is a good that you know always a smart cut off yeah xp and dub it, xp dub it's good i like it it doesn't he, he leads that into just punching him in the face or yeah that's he's trying to come back but he's just like there's there's only some he, no he's he's uh he's he's crippled now with the tax in his feet like that, they do set that up as like, oh fuck! Like that's like the thing that could stop him. It gets, a, it's like, cause it's just, such, and that makes sense. It's like, yeah. And Supreme is a momentum guy. It's like he's got his momentum finally. Like he's only been able to get uh, offense in on Necro a little bit before, but Necro has, has taken a lot of the much match. Ne- There's not much Necro can do, so he's just he's just fucked at this point. Yeah, Necro does take a lot of the first half of this match for sure. Um, that is that 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 thumbtack spot is a real like real uh transition and, and turning in momentum like um yeah the i guess the finish here comes pretty quick after that it's like a like a takao amori like the uh trent what's his name trent not trent seven not trent acid trent beretta uh his finish uh, the uh what like the gin and tonic yes the gin and tonic yes uh into some tubes uh the the, the matches pretty wild there's there's a weird cut in here where i thought maybe they cut something out of this match actually um maybe it was like a slightly edited i don't know yeah i I, I don't i i I didn't i didn't notice this so um who can i don't know it is weird because this is in such a like this it's like in a weird aspect ratio yeah yeah it's not framed correct yeah yeah (laughs) everything about this is yeah it could have been the uploader could have been the rip who knows um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff about this that just reminds you, yeah, XPW just like, they, they just slightly missed the mark, even though they had all the money and probably access to the talent they needed and just didn't do it. They just didn't know how to do it. And I, again, I, I think I kind of want to watch some of it. I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating failure. Yeah. You know, they put no salva in a war games match for some reason. <laughs> I like Messiah. I I, I want to watch some Messiah shit. Every time I watch yeah. the Messiah, I'm like, yeah, this guy's good. He's got good punches. He bumps well. He's got a good look. He's very attractive. Remember when he showed up from the backyard wrestling video game? Yeah. And he showed up and he he I, he punched Joey Ryan during David Arquette versus Nick Gage. Do Nick I have Gage? the details right on that? Yes. Boy. At a minimum, I don't know if he punched him, but he did run him out of the ring. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, Supreme is dead now, and. Uh, that sucks. Necro's alive, but for how long? Barely. Yeah, he's, he's hanging on by a thread. 
I want Necro to live, and I want him to live well. It's it's Necro. I don't. I, I can't root against this guy. I just can't. Do you how how? So Necro wasn't at the Capitol riot, right? But he would have been, right? Uh, or is he a pacifist? So. He's a pacifist. He's like a good dude. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a conservative worker. He's too much of a worker to to actually get like fired up like that. Sure, uh, he knows kayfabe and like those people thought they got worked into a shoot. Is yeah. What happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zandig would show up, uh, but right. Zandig uh, Zandig can't drive anymore. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what Zandig can and can't do at this point. He could build a big thing that they could climb up uh, and get over the. I don't know. Get in a window or something. Master, absolute master at his craft. Um. So that's barefoot is legal. Uh, part one of our uh, one of question mark. <laughs> yes. So this show, this whole show is a big question mark in a lot of ways, but... Do you think so? No, I think it was a really good I show. think it was an exclamation point. <laughs> you can have both. Yeah, no sure. What about, yeah, and so like upside down question marks, and I like punctuation. Um, Punctuation's pretty good, I think. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, yeah. Leave us a review. Um, if you skipped the movie section of the last episode, then you have to go and leave us a review. Those are the rules. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you if you skip any, if you you can skip like if you skip the movie section of this episode, you didn't skip anything because we didn't right. do one. Cause that's right. I haven't fucking seen anything since we last talked. I watched. I watch... we, we watched Titanic. It was really good. I was trying to watch the beginning. Uh, I was trying to watch uh, old Terry Malick's The New World, which I haven't seen in a while. But... That's good. I like that. I just I just didn't I have no time. So yeah. who has time to watch any Terrence Malick movie? That's why Days of Heaven is so good because it's ninety minutes. Um, yeah, uh, you can't front heart. And, can't front heart. Uh, it's it's you know you know it's it is interesting. We are like we are firmly in the the, the post Trump time now, and we are like if you are if you're on Twitter, you're probably seeing just the the worst fucking. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I want to get off of there. I want to get off of there because the I thought the libs would all go away when when Trump lost, and like maybe, but they're in the victory lap mode now, and it's just killing me. It's even worse. It's somehow worse, and because they're still bitching about Russia, they're still bitching about China, they're still bitching about all this shit. We're gonna do it all over out. again, every part of it, and then yeah, I, and you know I can't wait for. Uh, 47th president donald trump <laughs> it's gonna be good check this out can shape history sanction trump and ensure he never has power again and do so on that basis that you see right there for life there's no more significant amount of time than for life that's why Nicki minaj famously sang for life for life and if the work is vindicated best believe when it's done it will be syndicated for life for life just as Nikki declared herself in So that's what we're moment. up against. <laughs> um, I'm going to delete my account. Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, it. Death to, death to America. Death to America. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> it's a really dark way to end an episode. <laughs> Absolutely.